longest running beer podcast in the Pacific Northwest. Why wouldn't they be listening to us? So many different beers! I got you something really good and really delicious. Oh my god. You listen to the Brew Happy Show, so do I do it. It's not about the beer. It's about the beer. Oh yeah, that's Brew Happy. So good. (laughs) All right, well... (laughs) I'm the voice of beer, and you're listening to the Brew Happy Show. Thanks so much, beer fans, for uh, tuning in uh, this week. And of course, uh, we are joined by JP the Champion. There we go. It's warm today. (laughs) It is. It is. And of course, we got Fitz Magic. Hello. Yeah. And uh, we have the Green Goddess with us this week. Hey, everybody. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, yes. We are happy to be here, too. Hi, everybody. And. And here is one of our favorite uh, favorite locations. One? Yeah, it's one the of favorite. It is the favorite. Yes. Okay, all right. Well. The, seldom short. We, oh. have, we haven't checked in quite as many times on Untapped, but it, it does have quite a few memorable moments it's, of beers. It, it's but, true. We, and whiskey. See, yeah. that's the key. This uh, is a bonus true. whiskey uh, show. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how many I brought? Uh, we're going to find out. Take a guess. Uh, four? <laughs> What was that sound? Wow. That's insulting. Okay, well. What was that? (gasps) There seems to be a Jedi in that prison. I think there's a Jedi. The Force is strong with him. That must mean we're at the McPolanders. He just whipped out his saber. Yeah, we're at the McPolanders tap room. That's so cool. Hey, guys. (laughs) And and we got Jeremy and Jen. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And Jeremy is, uh, he he just can't stop playing with his lightsaber. Right. Yeah, he's jingling it around. He's changing out the crystals. Well, he's still Mm. young enough he can do that. Yeah, well. He's jiggling his crystals around as we speak. If you've met Jen McPolin, you might know why. Yes. Because he lets him buy these ridiculous she's, things. She's and very amused. Display them and she almost got hit in the face with that. Yeah, he, yeah. don't smack Jen in the face with your lightsaber. Good she might God. need a football helmet. Hey, at least helmet. it's not on. Football helmet that with be, a mask. That would be detrimental to the health. Well, yes, it's. it might be. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, he's not on the show this week. No, he's he is. He's he's imbued with my being right in the moment. Wow. All right, here we go. Here we go. Well, which one's this one? <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god, I just lost my little my pinky. Wow. You just sliced my pinky off. Hey, see what happens when you swing that thing around? I know. At losing least, losing limbs. At least it's cauterized. No more monkeys. You're jumping right there. On Nothing's bleeding. Yeah, we can we can put it on nice. We'll we'll get it back on there later. Yeah, so uh, well later. we thank you all for listening and uh, have a good night. Cheers. Goodbye. All right. <laughs> yeah. that show. I'll drink beer. You guys go to the hospital with JP and yeah. his pinky. <laughs> thank you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, we are here at the McPolins. We're actually inside the the homestead yeah, this week. We're not uh, too freaking cold we're to not be in the outside. Pub. It is a little chilly, and they're trying ah. to save on the electricity, so yes. they're trying not to warm up that garage. No, that's okay. not it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't turn the heat on to you. No. It just... That's true. Ah, that's you true. Don't, we usually just wear, like wear we just, coats. We just we just give you a lot of beer. That's ah. true. And, and other substances. I did bring four levels of coats, depending on where we were. <laughs> okay. Wow. Just, you know, you know, I thought like, he was going to say four levels of coke, and I was like, <laughs> I God thought, damn. I thought that is what, what I, he said. Coke. This shit's <laughs> fucking <laughs> popping off. I was like, like, wow, wow, he usually brings weed, but okay. Like, that's not normally my style, but okay. Well, when, when in Portland, apparently. I'm going to watch. It's usually whiskey when we wake up it'll be next week yeah right that's a good thing oh shit also uh keeping john in line uh sue paul is also here so hi sue hi she's having a drink on the couch that's true with the cats yeah and uh cats what yeah there's cats 
cats. She's on a couch with cats? She's got cats. Deal oh with it. Yeah. I, I, I have a trouble dealing with that. He is allergic uh, to them. Crazy so. ass allergic. Yeah. Well, yeah. most people that are allergic for some reason don't have a problem here. I'm not sure why. Good. Yeah. You probably, it's probably your all natural yeah. food. They're hypoallergenic oh, cats. Well, I'm not <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sitting in the couch where the cat sits. Is it cuz you yeah. shave the cats? Yep, that must be it. Oh. With the lightsaber. <laughs> With the lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how he practices. Wow. Yep. That would be good practice, though, wouldn't it? Cheese, come uh, here. Think about shaving the cat with the lightsaber. <laughs> no. Come well, here. No. Come, come here. Olive, come here. You got it. No, 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 no. Leave the cat alone. <laughs> All right. Well, we got some great beers on the table here. Yeah. Is that what we're here for? Yes, we are. Uh, What's up, bitch? I'm, that's <laughs> that's one of the drinking. beers. That's right. That's one of the beers. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, so why is this beer called Sup Bitch? Because I named it after Ryan. Oh, okay. Sup <laughs> Bitch. Oh, my God. Wow. Here's what I will say. Does his wife which, know this? Which, which yeah, part? Oh, I told you. Give her, give her some beer. Uh, it's really delicious. It is a hoppy lager. Uh-huh. Um, it's a pretty easy grain build. If I remember, there's like, I think, four different things. Mm, just two. Is it just two? Oh, yeah. the four was the first one. Okay. Oh, no, it actually did end up being three because we ran out of Ran out of pills. Is this the beer that you guys brewed together? Yeah, one of them. One of the, okay. This is the second mm-hmm. one that got uh, done on brew day. And so, okay. yeah, this is. Um, you, you brewed a beer? I watched. He, yeah. he yeah. helped. I helped he helped. He, he helped. helped. I helped. But mostly it was um, the Oregon Brew Crew kind of a, a brew day that I just attended and took pictures of and mm-hmm. hung out. And uh, we had hot scotchies. And oh, we, we missed out. Did. Did, you put, did, did you post too? those on our Instagram? <sighs> um, I know because I mm. was drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> you, That's okay. You can always post them after this show so that. The beer fans know a what recap, we're talking about. A recap. Yeah. Maybe some some oh. of Jeremy's explanation of a tropical stout on the spot. That was yeah. Great. Okay. So that's the beer that I have. Yeah, I was going to say. I'd like to know a little more about the tropical stout. And we oh, talked about yes. this a couple weeks ago when we were mm-hmm. at uh, the peanut location of uh, Chuck and Nut. And yeah. uh, you kind of briefly went over it, but peanut. it wasn't ready yet. Now it's ready. Yeah. All right. Um, somebody want to set a timer? That's what you're drinking? It's a tropical stout? Yeah. Seriously. Go. You're, you're going to throw me into the bus like that, Lee? All right. Anyway, uh, long story short, tropical stout, It it's uh, – yeah, I'm just going to read the uh, – The whole definition from Wikipedia? No, 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 no. No, the BJCP. Oh, oh yeah. Even better. So it's longer. So it's longer. <laughs> Wikipedia standards Why are you got to hate – just got oh it's my just god! Gonna be you good. have to be very specific. I did just say. Long story short, oh. uh, it's originally it's high gravity. Or, or high gravity stouts brewed for tropical markets became popular and imitated by local brewers, often using local sugars and ingredients. And the overall overall impression is it's a very dark, sweet, fruity, moderately strong ale with smooth, roasty flavors without without a burnt harshness. Okay, I know a couple of people with those characteristics. Dark, sweet, and fruity. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Well, yeah. Anyway, Doesn't so matter. but it's is it is it a delicious beer? I think so. Yeah. Did it meet your ABV standards? It uh, it went actually a little bit over. It's about, I, I want, what is this six percent? So. It's six seven. Six six seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wanted it to be a little less than that. I wanted it to be like more like four six one. Oh, there you six. go. Yeah, yeah. Because it's supposed to be a, a lighter <clears throat> style. Style. Yeah. Um, Lighter, and, uh, sweeter. Yeah. 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 And uh, what, what is there anything special you can tell us about this particular tropical stout? Uh, yeah, it's not Chuck's tropical stout. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's um, this guy who is very, is a very winning home brewer. Um, he would he would brew something that was more akin to a milk stout. He would mm-hmm. actually add toasted coconut into it, and it was an absolutely delicious beer. But it was not a, tro- a tropical stout. Okay. Uh, but one of the things 
one of the reasons we fell in love with Tropical Stout, or at least I did, is uh, we found it in Belize, and we got a chance at a couple different styles. And you found a Tropical Stout in Belize. Yeah. And That's would you believe you that he wanted to make it after Don't drinking it? I can believe it, yeah. <laughs> That's where you find it is in the tropics. Right. Well, all right. It was, uh, I think it was, one of them came from St. Nevis and Kitts, and the other one came from, like, Bermuda or somewhere. Now you told me, I believe, Jamaica. that it was the style was created all back in the day, uh, like in the UK, and mm-hmm. that was brought over to the English-owned tropical or Caribbean islands, and that was the beer that they like made for them, so that way they could have like some kind of alcoholic beverage, but not necessarily go like crazy because you can't really do hops and IPAs and stuff down there. Exactly. It and stores in barrels much easier. Yeah, 100%. And the reason I gave you the cliff notes is because my wife was going to set a timer on how long I was going to talk. <laughs> You're at nine minutes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. I'm just kidding. All right. And it's called, uh, yeah, so the, the, the one out there, uh, I actually don't Did know you what not to name call it? it. No. Don't know what to call that one. I thought you said it was not Chuck's. Chocolate. Well, not Chuck's, but yeah. You okay. Could, you could say, you could call it, uh, you could call it uh, a... Um, Ice Storm Tropical Stout, because we just had fucking got over that shit. You better Belize it. Yeah, better there Belize you go. it. There you go. I like that. There yeah, it bring it <laughs> back. There it Belize. is. Belize. Where's that button? There All right. Is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, just to kind of recap for the newer listeners, uh, how many gallons do you guys do on your Blickman uh, system? We'll typically do anywhere between five and ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That uh, one was so a five gallon, right? That was a five. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, five, five and six to... 10 i don't think we've done any more than 13 it's mostly fives yeah mostly fives you okay. guys have been uh we've talked about this the last time we were on the show is you're going for the the ash body here uh in oregon ash body uh, ash body ash body and uh so this is one of the beers is this going to be at the stout bell yes yeah maybe it's not as i mean my high bar is pretty high when it comes to tropical okay. stout. But you don't feel yeah. like this uh, cuts the mustard as far as your standards are concerned? It Gens. might not win a medal, but it'll also give us really good feedback. So okay. that alone is a good thing. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Right. That's, mm-hmm. it, there'll be some positive notes. That's right. mm-hmm. And yeah. it, uh, I would assume that there are people who are going to be like, oh, it's not heavy enough, which is fine because yeah. that's not the style and you don't give or a sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's tropical. Right, right, yeah, you're going to be, right. yeah. <coughs> but we yeah. Don't, Feedback is good. Yeah, absolutely. And even if it's like, okay, I don't know exactly what's wrong with this beer. I'm going to submit it and see what happens in competition. And it gets ripped apart and like, oh, that's what was wrong with it. Well, and the thing is, it's the first time we've ever made one. So it's really great to be able to put it into a competition because it's good. Mm. It's just not as good as we'd like it to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we have those are the two of the three beers. The third beer that we that you guys did on that brew day was the. Um, Better check yourself. No, what is it? The, what oh. is it? Um, well, I, I was gonna call call it something like uh, you get flecked or something, but I actually fleck off. Came up with fleck around and find out. There you go. That's, oh, uh, right. That's there you go. Check wow. dark lager is a clone off of the original <laughs> recipe for you flick who's Flakovsky. Okay. Um, however, I was like, I feel like clone is a stretch. Well, okay. Everything is it's the implication clone. of an, a type of beer. Mm. Everything except <laughs> it's for irrelevant. the Relative. triple decoction. Right. So it, it would need some melanoid malt in order to give you that like, you okay. mayor kind of sweetness. Yeah. Now, just, uh, just to kind of uh, touch a little bit on vernacular, when you clone a beer, what, uh, what are we talking about here? Uh, 
you want to make it exactly like the the original and do you original like recipe for that yeah. process do you uh do you reverse engineer the beer itself or are you mm. getting a recipe online or are you talking uh, to the brewer and it seeing depends. if they can kind of uh, scale it down for you, or well, is there documentation with the OJ? Uh, you know the, the OC. Unless you're Ben Ebbins, so here's the recipe, but not really. Okay, yeah. it just gives you the ingredients. Yeah. Other, but some breweries will literally give you the recipe. Okay, yeah. and then you can just scale it down. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that's not common. Okay. In, in this situation, I, I took a look around online for like the recipe that was given to. Uh, Somebody actually went over to Prague and they spoke to the brewer, <clears throat> and he said this this recipe kind of changes all the time. But was here's, the brewer. yeah, it was the brewer. It was about seven years ago. It was a drunk like monk. It doesn't matter. Sure, uh, and he said here's the recipe right now, and uh-huh. it's, you know over the course of six hundred years, it's it's changed right. obviously. Right. Yeah. Because well, and we know this to be true because people, uh, even in our industry, as of yesterday, when well, yeah, we made this last year, but now we're going to make it again, but we're going to change it because we want to do a different malt, or we mm-hmm. want to do a different right. hops, or yeah. we're, we're trying a different yeast. Or maybe there's not enough uh, diastatic... Uh, w- uh, the water's different from yeah, last year. It, yeah, it doesn't whatever. matter. Yeah, the it mineral, yeah. mineral Wait, content has changed. We science science so, the fuck out of it. Right. Yeah. So I basically took that recipe, looked at it, kind of tweaked it for our own. I had to, like, dial it down because that was for like a 12 barrel or something like that so we mm-hmm. kind of made a homebrew version of it and uh i didn't take too many liberties because i kind of wanted to keep it it's you good know, where where it is and it's it's not bad it's yeah. not bad nice. um nice. before we go to a break do you have anything that is currently still brewing yeah oh yes Actually, I was so happy with the way Sup Bitch came out, but all you fucking testosterone bitches helped a little bit too much with it. Uh-oh. So I had to I brew didn't it again. Touch it. Yeah, but the boys did. We, okay. we had the, the guys from the brew crew over, and they were. Uh. So I wanted to. It, could, it was my recipe, but I couldn't really enter it in She Brew unless I remade it myself. So I did. So you did. Uh. So it's fermenting right behind Damien right now. Okay. Sup Bitches? Yeah. No, that yeah. one's going to be called. Bitch, please. <laughs> wasn't, that what it, wasn't that what it was originally called? Yes, but I changed the name because I decided bitch, please was going to be my recipe. Uh, and this was going to be, stop, bitch. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So yeah. how long does that take to ferment like mm, that? Well, it's a lager, so it takes a little bit longer. That'll probably be done. Well, tell me time-wise, not how long, just in oh. general. Four uh, and a half weeks? Yeah. Approximately 10 days the way that we, we do okay. it. Okay. But then, yeah, I mean, 10 days just for the fermentation. Yeah. So for, you could say that there are some bitches Three brewing days. up in this yeah. house. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's, a, there's an OG, and then there's the, there's the mini bitches. That's oh. awesome. I, was, I was considering Damien doing a whole bitch series. Them. Oh, she should. I really think she you should. should. I think so, too. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Um, I'm in. Bitch beer series, yep. We'd we'd cover that. I, I if you if you will, so uh, take this liberally liberty with naming the beer. You can mm-hmm. call one. I got ninety nine problems. <laughs> but the bitch ain't one. But a bitch ain't one. Oh. Oh. That'll be her imperial stout. Oh uh, yeah, that'll be some that'll yeah. be some high ABV shit yeah, right there. Boneyard mm-hmm. Suge Knight uh, kind of beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's like, wait a minute. 
I can't do that. That's not my jam. Yeah. You don't no. have trouble checking in your beers here because you're not keeping up That's to date true. on them. Well, you know, you have to you have you to actually put them in. Yeah. But I can't <clears> find <throat> them. That's because they don't exist until you add them, John. Yeah, but I can't add them because I'm don't have all He doesn't understand computers. Computers are hard. No. They add them when they make them, and then I no, just. No, we don't. But but you can also no, add you, them as you. You drink add them, them. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. If, I, if I had enough information, I could. We we can it's give true. you the information. We'll provide, man. We'll yeah, I'll provide. give you my phone. Just start putting. I it know, in. I know it's tough, but you'll figure it out. So okay, so this is the first time you've actually been here when we've only had all of our own beers on tap. That's fantastic. Wait, is that true? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Every time we yes. usually had at least one or two Something. guest beers, collaboration, let alone guest beer, like five. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, we've got not not just the tropical stout, uh, the sup bitch, the check dark lager, flick hot, yeah, the flick around to find out. Uh, we've got Jubilicious. I got that too. Which is the festive ale, of course. Uh huh. Um, Asgardian Sip, which is our Kvike. Which is what I'm having next. Oh, cool. Over cool. having uh, the uh, the the Fleck. Okay, cool. Okay. okay. Yeah. And and besides sparkly water, um, I put together a new version of Zombier. Oh yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. Zombier Chapter 2024 Episode Two. It's um. <laughs> Second one made this year. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, I made it today. Actually, oh. I just named the, the 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 episode is the, the month. Blend. It's a blend, right? You can't tell, but he's there's a pile of sweat underneath that hat from earlier. <laughs> That's true. So I'm just gonna give you a few of the beers, uh, so this is not to bore you. Um, I did see them oh sitting out, so I yeah. Everything from Silver Moon, Dark Tranquility, to Father of All Tsunamis, to Gluevine, oh. to Freem Bourbon Barrel Aged barley wine to cascade elderberry oh, wow. to oh yeah to wow that's the funk there's a, the funk a, right there a sour from farmhouse to mm-hmm. um logston passion bread might be the last house. one yeah fun i did house. say funhouse funhouse fun sorry sorry funhouse um <clears throat> the rizos uh the rizos. rizos uh let's see logston passion bread uh i gotta have that now you went to birthday yeah. sour uh brown yeah. hellshire 11 yeah okay oh, yes uh, let's see what else is in there. Because twelve is—is is it twelve or thirteen that's out right now? Uh, thirteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. New Belgium Domenico Mimosa Sour, Shilling Hard Cider, Spice Spice Chai. Uh, okay, you can like stop. So you can stop. Yeah, there's you can so stop more. more. Okay. Right. There's like twelve beers. In so thing. do I have that there's or 18. the Asgardian next? Well, is your you call? Yeah, I'm probably having. Uh, just know this: the zombie is going to be fairly high octane. Oh, we call that I jet bet. fuel. I Got bet. It. I'm gonna yeah. go get that. Um, so yeah, there you, you know, go. we call that before whiskey. Yeah, yeah, right now. Um, we're gonna I think we're gonna yeah. yeah we're gonna go on break and uh, before we do that I want to thank all the listeners for tuning into this brew happy show. Uh, we do this show for you, so feel free I mean, to reach we do out this to show us. For us a little bit. Well, yeah, but we we, we do like the beer. <laughs> Mostly for others. Uh, and but we do this people for other people that also like beer. So wherever you are in the Bruniverse, uh, reach out on social media. Let us know where you are and what kind of brews are making you happy out there. Where are you getting them? Who makes them? And uh, you know, tell us a little story about maybe yourself and uh, what you like about the show. We like it if you rate us, yeah. uh, subscribe, yeah. like, and maybe share with a friend. Let other people in the Bruniverse know, uh, that, you know, that, that you listen yeah. to a, a great show. It's by pretty cool the, like that. 
that's done by the beer community. Yeah. For the uh, beer community. Yeah, we are all over social media, so you can find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, and X. We also have a YouTube channel that we uh, we try to update. Yep. It's a I'm little a- tough. Actually doing some more stuff with the YouTube channel uh, today, and uh, we are doing uh, some stuff on the Discord channel. So yeah, we do have uh, a Discord channel now. Ch- yeah, check we're that, out. that out. Yeah, we are figuring it out. We were playing around with it uh, today with uh, Jeremy. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that after this break. Yeah, of course, uh, words from our friends. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash brewhappy. Little as one dollar. Oh, yes. We uh, do like money. We do like money. It does help replace cords and dongles and dangles. And, Gets uh, the bar tab going. And the more Patreon subscribers that yeah. we get, the more money uh, uh, and funding we have for uh, trips a little farther out uh, outside of our radius. We can yeah. go on trips to Wilsonville and check out uh, Ordnance Brewing, or we can go to uh, Bend and check out uh, you know uh, some of the breweries out there. Eugene and there's uh, like 95 know, out there. Yeah, there's like ni- Ninkasi. Yeah. I'd like to check out Monkless. Maybe do uh, you know another Crux episode, but actually in Bend instead of the, the Crux over here. We do uh, need to we do need to definitely go to San Diego at some point. San Diego would be a great trip. Yeah. So, you know, we're always saving our shekels for uh, for that kind of stuff. Uh, the more Patreon uh, support we get, the, the, the more we can uh, get out there and find out about the more we can party. other things going on in the universe. So uh, let's hear some words from our friends in the in the uh, industry, and we'll be right back with some more beers with the McFollanders. again at the McPolanders. What's up, motherfucker? Oh, yeah. That's Brew Happy. This is your friendly neighborhood, Unipiper, and you're listening to the Brew Happy Show. Are you looking to get the word out about your beer-related business? Did you know that podcasts have been rising in popularity since they were first known as audio blogging in the 1980s? With podcasts catching hold in the late 2004, there are more than 115,000 English-speaking podcasts available. Hundreds of them talk about beer, but only one will make you happy. Brew happy! Advertise with us! Get the word out about your business to more than 30,000 listeners. For more info, contact BrewHappyPDX at gmail.com. Hey, this is Sean from the Beer Mongers, and you're listening to the Brew Happy Show. Sean, I need more beer. Oh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Brew Happy Podcast. 
we do Mondays the right way. Uh, we have uh, uh, a long-standing tradition of uh, drinking beer on Mondays. We have been for the last 11 seasons and uh, doing a fine job oh, of it, if oh, I might oh, yeah. say so myself. Um, I also say so. I say so. Me three. So does Brahman. Me three. Yeah. Um, hmm, there's a funky smell in the room all of a sudden. Uh, that's your. You took off your shoes. Oh, sorry about that. Yes. Yeah. Put them back on. Yeah, you're fine. Um, but uh, yeah, we are here with our good friends uh, Jen and Jeremy. They are known in the industry. That's true. By many a people. Oh yes. Uh, we went to uh, TPK Brewing last week. And, oh, uh, that was so much fun. And Jess I was like, Jess. "Oh my god." I fucking love her. I'm like, right? Isn't yeah. she the best? Yeah, we she's got to. She's the best. Yeah. She is, she's, she's pretty. She's, she's pretty, fucking awesome. Her beers are goddamn good. So yes. Yeah. She, she needs to. She's they, doing a guava wheat. Oh, my God. For Shebrew? For Shebrew. I That's amazing. wait to try it. Yeah. Yeah. Jess and I Elliot I believe it's were called Improvised Weapon. Oh, Improvised Weapon? <laughs> yes. We did. We talked about it last week. Okay. Damien doesn't remember because he has the memory of a goldfish. Uh, um, but yeah, well, I remember that. I okay. did edit the show. Okay, just making sure because you seemed surprised when she said that. At last. I'm I'm enjoying the surprise of the newer listeners. Oh, okay, that's weird. This um, guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> your fourth wall sucks. Yeah, uh, your fourth wall sucks. You're always breaking it. You no. guys sucked at the break. You didn't get yourself beer. Yeah, yeah uh, we should go get more beer. What the hell? It's true. Um, John, John, John succeeded. I doubled up. I John got beer succeed. and whiskey. Well, well, we'll no, wait, and rum. Look at that. We'll I found talk, some rum. We'll you brought rum. I'm also curious what's in that little mason jar right there. Uh, hey, don't worry yeah. about that. Uh, we do have a lot of beer that... Arbonette from before oh, these guys were born. What okay. the wow. fuck? I'm just going to turn you down. Yeah. You scared the shit out of me just now. <laughs> and you're wow. sitting right next to me. Look at him. That's amazing. I do want to talk real quick about the fact that we have this really cool event event that just happened over the weekend and you guys attended it festival of the, of dark, the dark arts, arts. Yeah. Festival. um how was that it was how drunk were you and do you remember most yeah it was way drunker than me. well here's fantastic the i can't wait for the beer fairy drunk stories well you know what's funny is jeremy didn't really get drunk until we got to galactics after the fest we were really <laughs> really good because us it's called pacing yourself i know because there was four of us that kind of stayed together and we would all get Jeremy and I got an extra glass. Long story short, it was my fault. Um, but it worked out really good. So we had three glasses, and then so there was five between the four of us. Oh, man. So we would just like get some and take a few sips, and then Pass if it was really good, we'd finish it. But a lot of it, we were being smart and dumping it out. Wow. Being, being so kind to your bodies. It is the first year I have ever managed to make it through Fest of Dark Arts without getting drunk. And wow. I was really proud of first myself. Year. First wow. year. First year of like year. nine. I know, right? Yeah. At least nine. We've gone every year. For the most part, um, wow. no, it was great. The it was the hardest part is getting the hotel room. No, not for us because we've been going to the same um, bed and breakfast for the last probably dozen years. And they know you're coming. So all oh, five yeah. of the rooms, the five of us that stay there, or the five groups that stay mm-hmm. there, when we leave, we're like, all right, we'll be back next, next year. And year. they just automatically rebook us. So we've been staying in the same place well, always. I will tell you, though, one of the highlights for all of us was a brewery we'd never heard of out in North Carolina. Oh. Um, was it Wicked Weed? No, no, it was Burial. Oh, Burial. I've heard of them. Yeah, and they had two different beers on, and they were both 
freaking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been featured at Great American Beer Festival before, mm-hmm. I believe. I'd never heard of them before, but both there was, of their beers were spectacular. There was a lot of postings over the yeah. weekend from oh, yeah. some, mostly a lot of our friends. We saw some uh, home brewers, yeah. uh, some nano breweries there. We also saw a lot of big names oh, show yeah. up and threw a lot of dark beer down. Oh, yeah. Familiar. Funhouse was there. And unfamiliar. Jeez, yeah, Funhouse. I saw that. Yeah, yeah Funhouse has been making a big comeback lately. Yeah. He's been doing, we're going to have him on the show soon. I, I hope so, yes. Yeah, we're going to also brew beer with him soon. Yeah. That'd be delightful. That'd be great. Yeah. Like maybe with Mick Polanders. I don't know. Why not? Maybe it a little, like maybe nice. a little fun brew collab. Yeah. The, the Kenton collab. They're like Ooh, four blocks from here. And yeah. he's not that far. Yeah. And he's a cool guy. Uh, Jeremy has the uh, the, uh, the feverishly looking for his notes. Oh, you yes. have the notes. Yes. Yeah. So you have you have a tour book here. This is like a is this like a little stamp book? Or right. It's, it's um, like a no, little guide. So it's uh, they call it the event grimoire. Okay. And grimoire is like actually a, a book of spells. And it's that you, kind of thing. correct. But in this case, it's it's like a it's like a little it's a, yeah, book, it's a book that you of make, beer. That so you hold your notations in. You it's basically like the 33 it will tell you or what's yeah what is what or like where. the McMinniman's passport. Mm-hmm. It's it a looks, fancy program, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And oh man, the the money that you pay on the festival definitely goes into the presentation that they give you back, and oh, it's yeah. just fantastic. And so, uh, oh yeah, no, the secret. Oh my god, we could not find that, and then maybe we left the. This is the secret location beer. Okay, what was what's that called? All called Half Acre Beer. We 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 never, we, we never found is it. Is it a secret beer beer that? Well, they, they didn't even put it on until after two because we yeah. finally got one of the staff to okay. tell us. They're like, oh no, it's gonna be because people would be like, oh, it's back behind the canning line, and then mm-hmm. and then you find out that it wasn't coming out until a certain time. So we never even got it. Oh right. wow! And then it was like it's called Sickle Through Sable Barrel Aged Imperial Stout with cacao nibs or cocoa nibs, and it's a fifteen percenter and it's th- th- three ticket. And I was like, oh my gosh, Whoa. but we had that kind of thing before. So if we mm-hmm. miss it, you guys have made it. that kind of thing before. Uh, ish, not, not like that syrupy thick. Okay, I mean, we but could. we could. But yeah, um, I was just looking at a few of these things. Uh, first off, I was amazed at how many freaking peanut beers there were. There oh, are like really? How many peanut stouts or peanut this or peanut. So that. if you had a peanut allergy, you're you're probably in big trouble. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. It, I would I would have to go to the the uh, emergency room and. We were really, really careful about it. And what you're hearing behind you is our, our stasis. It's the <laughs> glycol chiller. <laughs> you have a glycol chiller here yeah. in your house? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my it's goodness. Right you. Yeah. What's up, bitch? Wow. It's, 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 What's up, bitch? Keeping it, clo- it's keeping it cold to 58. We okay. had it at 52. We had to bring cool. it up to 58 to, to get it. She dry hopped it again. So. Oh, wow. But, um, yeah, the burial beer was great. Oh, the name of it. The names of their beers were fantastic. So this was into the comforting arms of a most delightful sense of dissatisfaction. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? The beer? poetry and prose yeah. of beer. Uh, it's imperial stout with Madagascar and Mexican vanilla beans, toasted uh, toasted cacao nibs, burial espresso beans. So they must have made their own coffee. Mm. Meyer lemon zest yeah. and lady finger cookie. Mm. Oh, lady finger cookie. Yeah. yeah, it's like an Italian cookie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Delicious. it's what they. they yeah, it's, part, what they it's part use of to a trifle. Tiramisu. Right. Yeah, a trifle, yeah. Um, by the way, a, a grimoire is, a, is, as you say, a spell book that contains symbols, incantations, charms, and instructions for invocations and making of amulets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that's exactly uh, what they would like you to feel like when you're at when you're at the festive goddamn magic's wow. happening inside your body mm-hmm. so cool yeah. Yeah. So, there, so there's that was a, a really lovely one there was another one um trying very quickly to find the third cross <gasps> wow 
Oh. So is, it, is that Super Bowl weekend? What's going on over there? That was so no. Why are you right? making noises? Right, it's the Festival of Dark Arts Super Bowl weekend. No, that was just yesterday. It was like two days ago. Two days. Okay. Oh, it's the weekend after the Super Bowl. You Not know why they're smart? Yeah, but yes. Um, by the way, I am drinking the Asgardian sip. Yeah. And it is siptastic. Do you well, like it? It's really Thank good. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Seriously oh. good. You want to try it? From the bar in the garage. Look From the bar in the garage. Look of Thank you, my love. Like a burger. That's oh, really yeah, good. you can taste that kvike yeast. Mm. It's really good. Super, no. super, dude, top notch. Thank you. A little grassy. Four, four and a half out of five stars. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So before I go into, like, just some other crazy stuff, yeah, we had some fantastic beers. I think oh. Jen has given us a hint. Oh, what is that? She's, you just passed me. Well, this is... Um, that was good. This is a Matryoshka variant. So this is Matryoshka bourbon and whiskey oh. barrel aged. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, with vanilla coconut nibs and cinnamon with raspberries. This was not this year, though. Uh, no. This was two years ago? 2020. Let me take a look on the side. 2021. Yeah, so, yep. so three years ago. Yeah. Um, I remember when they released this, and I am uh, glad to have it again. Because we've talked yeah. about all the Matryoshka releases. Yeah. I love the Matryoshka. Not quite as much as I like the, uh, the Kavatica. But mm. I'll tell you, it's, it's pretty up there. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, when they go crazy on their Imperial Stouts, you know, they, they, they make the base. The uh -huh. base is great, in my opinion. The uh, Matryoshka base is great. And then they just start to continue and layer and layer and layer. Right. And this, this was a good one, but this one coming up this year, oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I'm gonna We're going to let them age maybe a year and let okay. them, like, mellow into themselves. But what was what, what are was this year? Line? What's this year's? Well, they're, they're not all out yet. Um, but I will tell you, the Matryoshka, which is, they called it the mother uh, yeah. this year, right. um, is out. There's a lot of variants. We talked about this um, a few weeks ago because there was a barrel-aged version of the Cavatica, which also, yeah. by the way, I don't I know was if getting you know to this, that. Yeah. there's also a coconut Cavatica. Mm -hmm. I did hear about this. Um, so you should drink that as well. Mm -hmm. But the on, when you're looking you're right. at when you're looking at the, uh, the, the shop... From Fort George, oh. the uh, well, the, the, the front of the building. No, the shop in in like when you want to buy oh, things. You, oh, on the, their website. Yeah, the variations are not out yet. Okay, no. but we have them out in the garage. Uh. Um, so they start with vanilla, and then vanilla cacao nibs oh. on top of that, and then on top of that you get dates, and on top of that you get almonds. Yeah. And wow. on top of that, it finishes with vanilla cacao nibs, dates. And strawberries. Oh, yeah. The yeah. strawberries are probably a nice touch. Yeah, they are a nice touch. I, I think the last time I had strawberries in a stout and I loved it was a milk stout. This was at fucking Green Dragon. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was strawberry milk stout. And I want to say it was migration. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe. But it was a fucking long time Yeah, ago. strawberry beers can be uh, it was super good. A, a bit tough uh, to work with because they're, they're, su with. they're surprisingly, uh, you know, they're very watery. Oh my God, that Matryoshka is amazing. So you, don't, you have to use yeah. a lot of strawberries in order to get the, the fruit flavor of the strawberries. Yeah, I would think that they'd either, you'd either have to go like the Great Notion direction and mm -hmm. do extract or yes. potentially freeze-dried strawberries. I agree yeah. because there's yeah, yeah. way too much moisture in strawberries. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. It just it dilutes the flavor. And it it's does. so hard Freeze to get dried, any, yeah. especially in a stout. We didn't try that one, so I'll be curious when we finally crack the bottle to see how much strawberry actually comes through. So that's another yeah. one that um, I, that's, there's one similarly to that is like I made for, it's to, this is a totally tangent, 
but it's similar to that because uh-huh. I made a rhubarb simple syrup mm. for my wife to make oh. with, with uh, mm-hmm. uh, you cocktails. Can, you can go that wa- that route, oh, and yeah. so, it, but they're super watery. Uh, well, I know I'm super watery. I've known some home brews that have gone that route with but like a, a strawberry syrup. But yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like one that they made themselves, like out of a puree, and then they condensed it down. Yep. So, so syrup, not a not a shrub. Correct. Okay. Yeah, well, no. Yeah. No. no so I, totally different things. Yeah. Totally different things. But I'm just saying, right. like I made like doing that process yeah. of mm-hmm. of reducing down the fruit to mm-hmm. the like as much as you possibly can to te- technically a puree, but I. When you boil it, you're gonna get all of that out, and then just by straining and, and you know. So. Right. But it doesn't really matter. It's probably delicious. So I can't wait to taste it. I'm sure. Yeah. You already tasted it. So. Oh. We did not. You did not. No, we stayed away from them actually. Because um, we knew we had a bottle of each. Yeah. So. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Fair. We're just gonna so sit on it for a little bit. And yeah. and tell and then and then this beer that you guys passed around. This is the Matryoshka from 2021. Oh with, my god! With everything in it, this has the coconibs, vanilla, cinnamon, and raspberries. Now, is this something yeah. that you had in your collection, or did you bring this yeah, back yeah, yeah. from Festival of the Dark no, Arts? No, there's a like nine different dark beers. Uh, this is our personal Festival of the Dark Arts back here. <laughs> yeah, no, the, oh. but this is the only Port George in the group. So. I, uh, Which is totally I fine. It. I'll mm-hmm. be posting a picture on Instagram for the uh, edification of the yep. listeners. What? <laughs> Is this true? No, um, here. one of the things, uh, I think, I think that one of the things that was, uh, important to us is, like, not just be at the festival, uh, but to try to enjoy Astoria. Mm-hmm. You know? So we got out, uh, we had lunch out, we had lunch outside, right? It was we a nice weekend. Up, yeah. We, uh, ended up at, uh, El Jarocho, which was really great Mexican food. Oh, yeah. But apart from that, I mean, the night before, We'd gone to Galactics. Mm-hmm. We make a point of going to places like this. You like have Galactics, to. Yeah, you Pinball, go to Galactics. and uh, I missed out on Weird Sisters. It's one of my favorite little weird shops in the basement. But did, um, did you go to Moe's get some chowder? Gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> Thanks. That's the worst. Hey, wait. It's just like what's hey, wrong with Moe's? Oh, I mean, if you like your sand with your really, do I? Have oh sand? wow. Okay, Moses so Moe's is, is a famous seafood place yeah. on the coast, and it was good when I was a child. Yeah, right. Okay. But also, they make clam it's chowder terrible. in the size of a dump truck. Okay, and it, yeah. comes, and it comes out of a can. It's yeah. not great. It's not, it's not great. great anymore. No, yeah. sorry. Aww. there's so it, many it, better places. Go to Ivers. Yeah. Go to Seattle yeah. and get some Ivers. You'll, it used you'll feel to be happier. really good. No, we're not going to Seattle. No, we're not. No, there's there's tons and tons of great. Uh, chowder on the Fort coast. George, by the way, okay. has some amazing pizza. They do have mm. some good pizza. And we didn't get wow. any of it. And what? the reason why, <laughs> as a matter of fact, we didn't get any. We got maybe you one chose beer not. Inside. You chose to be losers that mm. weekend. No, no, no. We here's what we had a couple beers. Well, they yeah, have crabs stuff. over there. Well, here's what sucks, mm-hmm. right? When whenever you know there was like six entries, mm-hmm. and the crush happens. We were we were in uh, Rose River Inn. We're that's where two we stay. Up, yeah. uh-huh. Looking, watching Kitty Corner two blocks, mm-hmm. watching other hooligans go in. Like, okay, it's twelve fifteen. Maybe we should saunter in now. And we did, and it was still ridiculous. Oh fact. wow! And you cannot get into the main, like the original, yeah. like up. Uh, like the top area or yeah. the bottom area because it's no. just it's packed it's did you pounded. get to the middle area we did we okay. did after a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it just right it was. Well, that's what you're gonna be like just don't right. you know who I am get out of my when way when we got there it was just right <laughs> oh nice but we unfortunately good timing. Did not, we didn't get uh, Fort George's pizza which mm-hmm. is delightful it's so delicious however yeah uh, before we might have been hard to handle though 
Walking around a festival, yeah, beer in one hand, pizza in the other. No, you nope. gotta sit down. Anyway. Got your program. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why we leave for lunch. Oh, like, said th- we're there for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and then we leave the fest all together. We go have lunch somewhere else, and then we come back. Drinking beer, of I course. Yeah. Said yeah. Yeah. Were, or a cocktail. Yeah, or a cocktail. <laughs> they uh, removed all the tables upstairs, too. We were like, oh, we're not going up there. Did uh, you have a favorite beer from the weekend? Mm, yes. The, uh, I took you, a picture. There. Yeah. I took a picture. Besides, besides the burial. I don't know about the... If there was one, there was quite a few really good ones. The Threshold was really good. Oh, Threshold. The Holy Mountain was really good. Oh, Holy Mountain does do very yes. good oh, dark yeah. beers. That was a really good one. Holy Mountain was delicious. Humble Sea was probably one of my favorites. Uh, all I knew about it is it's called Darkest Treasure 5, 12.9 ABV. And I just, I took a screenshot and I said, amazing. Yeah. Wow. I would like to know more about Humble Sea. I don't know where they're out of. Uh, well, let's Google that one. On the oh, break. And, and that's the thing. It's not in the book, so they put it on after the fact. Yeah. Sons of right. bitches. That was the one that wasn't in the book. Yeah. Sons uh, of hmm. bitches. Yeah. Santa so Cruz, California. Santa Cruz, there you go. Oh, so okay, cool. we had a mystery beer. We had a whole bunch of really dark beers that were really good, and we had a lot of high ABV beers. And uh, some of these, I imagine, were barrel-aged. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. uh, so you, you had you had some favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then where did you guys stay? Because every time I try to book at the Festival of the Dark Arts, the the, the trick, well, I mean, getting the tickets, you have to get them pretty much within forty five minutes of the event rele- being released online. Seven minutes. Seven minutes? Yeah. Oh wow, seven. it's well, it's even the, harder now. The trick is you book way in advance. Do like it right we, now. We are literally book already hotel booked now. for next year. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. But it's because we've been staying at the same place every year without fail, and mm-hmm. the house is booked because all the people that stay for that weekend rebook when we leave. Right. Oh wow. Um, but if you book months and months in advance, or like before mm-hmm. people buy tickets, you can get rooms. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You're just gonna really prepare. I'm just yeah. wondering what the strategy is. Like, well, you know, if other people want to try to make it to the Festival of Dark Arts, uh, it's mm. it's highly competitive just to even go to this event. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, even the people that, like, if we, there was the one year that I had to have my gallbladder removed. We had tickets and we had our room, but we didn't have any trouble having somebody else take over for oh, us. Of course not. Because that's the thing is if you book a room and for some reason you can't go, no harm, Somebody, no yeah. foul. Yeah. Well, and everybody's scrambling to find a spot like right up to the last minute. And they make might, so they're not going to have any trouble And they might make more money room. anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's true. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, can one charge we, more in the end. One year we gave it to Lee and, and Dan. Another year we gave it to Preston and mm-hmm. Sherry. Yep, and that was it. Because there was no way that we were just going to let them go. Yeah. No, no. And we want to take care of the people at the bed and breakfast, too, because they're delightful. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But, yes. We we stay at Rose River Inn. Yes. Okay. Zero way that you're ever going to get in. That well, weekend. outside of outside of Photo Weekend, though, you can go yeah. there yeah. and they are delightful. And okay. it's literally two blocks up the road from Fort George. Gotcha. Great. Wow. Yeah. Great okay. place. Oh. But uh, yeah, that's. Wow. I would strongly suggest if you go to Astoria, definitely do a bed and breakfast. And if you don't do any other bed and breakfast, you've got to go to Rose River Inn. Oh wow. River okay. Room, the River Room is amazing. They're the best. So, okay. Yeah, Pam and Dave are the best. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well. Um, I'm hoping to stay at uh, the Short Circuit House or the Goonies House uh, the next time we, uh, Bronwyn and I, go out to uh, Astoria. Uh, I don't Nerd. know if it's going to be for the uh, Festival of the Dark Arts, but Nerd. it'll probably be sometime before Nerd. that. Because why wouldn't you want to go? Nerd, and you're the one that brought a lightsaber over yeah, here. Yeah, pal. It's all different yeah. levels nerd. of nerd, Ryan. Nerd. You're not yeah. Everybody is their own <laughs> flavor of nerd. This guy. But he's, here's the thing: is um, <laughs> although I appreciate both of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
They were a little bit before my time. Because uh, you're a baby. Continue on there, baby. So yeah. uh, I want to <laughs> stay guy. somewhere where I don't have to worry about the f- floor falling oh in or something. God. Okay. Well, you're an asteroid. you got to always worry. That's yeah. true. Uh, the place is, on an by the way, that place is fucking haunted. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? The whole I, city is haunted. I'm oh, waiting sure. to be haunted. I haven't seen a ghost yet. Man. By yeah. the way, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, uh, HP Lovecraft-esque nonsense that happens around that city because mm-hmm. it's by the sea mm. um and uh there's some definitely i think there's a couple of businesses that have underground tunnels and mm. definitely some haunted mm-hmm. areas out there yeah uh so if you want to go just have fun with that yep. that's cool too they yeah. love it when you go to a story and you dress like a squid so oh, no. you'll get a you'll uh, yeah there are some places that'll like actually you, you don't even have to pay your bar tab yeah that's not true <laughs> don't do that you'll be kicked out um, oh. but do go to fort george come on Oh, yeah. See, you were asking other places we went to. So, yeah, Galactics was one. Oh. Uh-huh. Xanadu was another one. Yep. Xanadu. Xanadu was okay. yeah, so yeah. good. Um, it's so good. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that a band in the 70s? No, it was no. a movie. That's yellow. It was a movie. It's a, a song. <laughs> okay. Was Xanadu a was a song. A song. Yeah, it's a song, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Xanadu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Yellow. Yeah. Oh, and thank you. Although yes. they never saw the movie, even though uh, they had the soundtrack, because they heard it was terrible. Oh, JP, can you believe that? Yellow the music for a movie they never saw. That doesn't <laughs> but it was Xanadu. Care. It was so. 1978. Xanadu. Why not? Oh, wait, uh, I saw that. Yeah, man. Of course I did. did. There oh, are some really. I lived that. You know. <laughs> there are some really. Uh, there's some really. I was cool... in college then. Mm, that sounds uh, right. Welcome yeah. to the party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some really cool shops down in downtown. Yeah. Uh, sure. Part of Astoria. Astoria. There's a yeah. candy shop that every child and child at heart needs to go to. Um, there's a little train that goes through yes, uh, the but, town. But, there's, but the I mean, there's cinematic a, museum uh, is, is pretty darn cool. Yeah, the, the film the film museum is. Uh, there's an Ameritime a, you museum. Gotta go as well. there. They'll, they'll, they'll put you in jail, yeah. and you might be, even be able to see. Uh, sometimes they do these tours where you get to see how a production is done yeah. in, yeah. A, in a scene. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. They got yeah. a green screen in the background. You can kind of do a plus lots of beer. Do a little. Uh, yeah, a lot of beer. Dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's uh, transition ourselves <laughs> to, to uh, Shebrew. To Shebrew. Yeah, New we came beer. here to talk about Shebrew. It, uh, it's a it's a really great uh, event. We love this event every year. It's right. very diverse and it, uh, and it and it celebrates uh, a lot of our favorite people in the industry. Yeah, so. featuring Pacific Northwest's finest female brewers of beer and cider. Uh, Shebrew event happens on March 10th. Yep. Um, and, it and this is, is go- the ninth annual this year. This is the ninth annual. Some of those uh, people that we know uh, and we love are going to be like Von Ebert, Wayfinder, um, and many, many more. Yeah. Uh, here to talk about that is one of the illustrious women who has not only brewed beer but uh, helps put on the event, Jen McPoland. Yeah. Yes. Take it uh, away, Jen. What is up, Biatch? This hey. is year nine. I'm so fucking excited. So we're going to have to do something exciting for next year. I don't know what it is. Uh, oh, yeah. You we, do, but you just won't tell us yet. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to have Shebrew here at your house. We, I don't know. There was a little smirk there. <laughs> we, we do a lot of shit. You have ideas. The, we do, maybe, but we have we do so much on the fly that right now I'm just focused on getting through this one. Uh, because last year we really thought the red would hold us forever, and then as anybody that went to the red, it was a sea of insanity. Oh, it was, not, it was yeah. so packed. It was but so you, crazy. But, but for, for all the good reasons. Yeah. No, 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 it was great. And so we've made a lot of changes. Like, we've moved where the homebrew is to loosen that up. And okay. we're doing two sessions this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. 
So you got your first session, which is 12 to 3, and then we kick everybody out, and from 3 to 4, we clean up. Do a little reset. Oh, there's a, a reset. reset. Yep. Okay. And then... Um, Have a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And about 3.30, we'll start checking people in, and we'll keep them cordoned off, um, and then we oh, we release the hounds at 4 o'clock again. Ah. So the it's 12 to 3 and 4 to 7. VIP tickets, though, get you in starting at 11, just like always. So okay. you get the early entry. Extra five dollars or ten dollars? Um, it's an e- it's extra tickets and well, and you get to stay all day. Yeah, that's true. So we still kick you out for an hour. So go okay. eat something and come back. But okay. um, but you get to stay at the fest from eleven to seven if you're a VIP. That's Ooh. where you want to be at. And, uh, and I will yeah. say, in the past, we have talked about that. it, and I will uh, reassure the listeners mm-hmm. that uh, getting the VIP it's and, worth be- it. and being able to get in a little early ensures. Yeah. With a check mark, hashtag 100%. You get, get all the beers. You get to drink homebrew beers. Yeah, yeah you get all the homebrews. So the homebrews go quick. So yes. if, you're, if you're in there an hour early, you mm. are always yeah. guaranteed yeah. that. Yeah, and they are highly coveted. Uh, oh, yes. and, 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 they and, go quick. There's yeah. only, they're small batches. But, mm. Yeah, why, why are the homebrews so popular, Jen? Because it's, that's the only way to get it. Like you, you know, some of the brewers make a batch of something special for the fest. Period. Mm-hmm. This is like five gallons and that is it. Like yeah. it's wow. the most exclusive stuff and it's, it's the like most the stuff you guys do. Yeah. interesting, creative stuff. It was actually the only thing yeah. I and these on. And these are team, up, team ups that are, that are done with professional brewers. No, no, these are homebrewers, period. Are straight up homebrewers. All yeah. homebrewers. In yeah. fact, the only team up, this is cool. So um, Natalie is always the, the prize, if yes. you will, for the whoever wins best to show at we should the tell about that. homebrew comp. I You're the prize. All the time. She's the prize. I say it all the time. Natalie's the prize. Um, but whoever wins the um, homebrew competition gets to brew with Natalie. Mm-hmm. And this year it worked out, or she worked it out because she was being real smart about it. So Enid Lintz won last year. Mm-hmm. and Which is great. Yes. She's a freaking prolific brewer. So amazing. And she actually is bringing a pro brew this year from Silver City in Seattle. I'm so proud of her. Um, but her and Natalie did a beer together, and Natalie rebrewed it for She Brew. So mm. the beer that they collaborated on with her being winner from Best of Show last year is actually the beer that Natalie is bringing and, from Wayne. And there was, there was like, hey, do you mind if I brew this beer? Mm-hmm. Of course, you're Natalie Baldwin. You can brew that beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that's how that conversation yep. went. But I'm so excited <laughs> to have that beer again yeah. now with Natalie's little uh, you know tweaks maybe. We'll find out. So just to give you an idea of the homebrews, so I don't have them all yet because bitches be slow. Um, That's another beer. Heard <laughs> I, j- I joke all the time that hurting all of these brewers is like hurting feral kittens, but oh. I love but I love them all. Um, or f- or four year olds, that's fine too. So the winner last year, Tori Hansman, who got to brew it, um, <laughs> ten barrel. She is doing. An ancient style Ebulon, uh, which I'm get. It wouldn't surprise me if it's another Gruit, because that's what she likes to do. But it's brewed with elderberries. And then Kathleen Kathleen Freetag, who won Best of Show the year previously, is doing. She's mixing a modern recipe using AI and a 2,000 year old Mexican fermented drink called tapache. Oh, we we know tapache to make a pineapple infused ale. So that's what, what Kathleen's doing. I'm coming to Shebrew this year. Michelle Wonder is doing a nod to Fritz Maytag, who helped create and shape the craft of beer movement. She's doing a California Common. Oh, wow. That's Uh, great. Alyssa is doing a cold smoked and roasted pumpkin pie spice bourbon barrel aged vanilla amber. That that has Bromwin and my names all over it. Tarn is doing a Belgian Golden. 
let's see. Oh, Kelly is doing a pastrami on rye, which is a beer reminiscent of her what? favorite delis around the world. Big rye flavor with quintessential caraway. No meat was harmed or used in the production of this Come beer. On. You're going to love that. I don't know and if I want a beer that tastes like yeah, pastrami. Yeah, no, you do. It's going to taste like rye. Like, you're obsessed with rye whiskey. So, like, this is going to be probably your favorite yeah. thing. And lastly, there's a couple more that I haven't gotten. They haven't populated the sheet yet. Fully but the last one, yeah. Spice Ale Zing Beer, which is an easy drink, ginger forward pale ale, mild rye with a slight lime finish. Ooh. I mean, those are the those are Bitches the, the homebrews. Wow! And I will tell you, I started because I I, I rarely come to this prepared with like oh, yeah, there's a bunch of new brewers and beers. I listed out to figure out like if there was like uh, like a bunch of like one kind or another this year. Right. I don't know if you guys have looked at the list, Mm-mm. but I started listing them out. I and did. like I got to German Pills and I was like, oh, there's two German Pills. And then I just kept writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. And I was like, holy shit. There's like nine. There's two wits. Uh-huh. There's two German pills. Oh. There's two hazy IPAs, but they're very different. Okay. And there's two West Coast IPAs. One is a session. One's not. Did I hear you say there's a Berliner Weiss? Uh, no, but there is a Goza. Okay. And there's a couple of saisons which are also very different. There's it, just it, some. It goes it down easy. It ah. is. There's so much crazy stuff in here. So, but the only pattern this year was the rice beers, which I oh. thought was fascinating. Yeah. So there are um, five different rice beers. There's uh, a hoppy rice lager. There's a jasmine rice alt beer. <gasps> and then there's a rice lager with pepperberry. Just oh. a straight rice lager, and then a rice lager with jasmine and white tea. Oh. oh. Nice. Yeah, but the rest of them, I mean, it runs the gamut. You've got everything from a Scottish okay. ale to a hoppy lager to a strawberry ale to a honey kolsch and a Maybach and an oatmeal stout and a smoked Ellis. Any glitter beers this year. No glitter beers this year. But, yeah. exciting, we have um, two wine variants. So we have um, Laura Hargrave, who's doing a Texas Bach from mm. Great, Great Notion. No I fucking way. fucking love her wow. so much. Wow, that's awesome. She's doing a Texas Bach, but she's also doing a second beer with... Um, Jessica, I'm going to get her name wrong, Martinez, I think, from uh, Portland Wine Company. There you go. She's bringing a Rattler. <gasps> so they're bringing a wine Rattler. What? And then from Straightaway, Straightaway Cocktails, uh, Kelsey Cable, formerly of Wayfinder, currently of Straightaway, okay. is bringing our new um, Cascade uh, Spritz. That's oh, fucking wow. great. I can't wait. So we got two Which wines. is delicious, by the way. Yeah. And while we lost our, our beloved moon shrimp, which is so sad. Lindsay is doing a collab with Deja from Mutantis, which is, it's their first year. Yeah. So we're going to have Mutantis and we will have Groundbreaker, of course, as always for gluten-free. Now, back up. What happened with Moon Shrimp? They closed. Uh Uh-oh. There's no more Moon Shrimp at all. Yeah. It was a bummer. Moving on. Good stuff. And then... uh, um, there's a couple of people that left to uh, submit, but yes, yeah. there's still yeah. some happenings. Uh, homebrew competition happens the weekend before, mm-hmm. so if you are still wanting to, people, mm-hmm. people, people, put in your beers. Make a beer yeah. right now and get it it's fermenting. Not too late. It's not too late. Well, if you're local, it's not too late. It's not yeah. too late. Um, <laughs> right. it, you, could, you could probably do it within 10 days of the uh, the homebrew competition, but yeah. we suggest do if it you have now. Any, uh, if you have any questions, reach out to the McFolliners, and they'll tell sure. you how to do a 10-day beer. That's right. Uh, also, uh, this event is not only fantastic as a highlight for uh, oh. women in craft beer, but it also uh, supports the Human Rights Campaign mm-hmm. yep. um, as it has every single year. 
very uh, important which is stuff. Super great, and not only just that, it's helpful and it and it does actually do a lot of good in the community. Yeah, um, we're, we're always looking for uh, you know more diversity and uh, more innovation in more, the brewing industry more and the more quality. Yeah, and the more you know different views and uh, and ideas in- that we can get. And inclusivity, yeah, it's it's just, I mean, that's what that's yeah. what the, the making of craft beer is mm-hmm. really all about. So. Right. I want to talk about one thing, and that is the food. Oh, uh, the in food. the past, the food has been righteously fantastic, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we are going to be continuing that. And, and it's, it's important to have good food with beer. You with the food, pair we're going to be the food uh, and the beer yeah. together. Who that's are we right. having this year? This with the food. So this year we have Hearth and Stone Pizza coming back, oh, which okay. they were very popular. And then last year the other vendor was a sandwich, and the sandwiches were great. But in the cold, you really need something hot. Yes. So um, from the prior year when we were at Castaway, we're getting Salvi PDX back. Which was amazing. Oh, uh, fucking amazing. Yeah, so we're super stoked to have Selby back. We're super stoked Fantastic. to have Hearth and Stone back. And Bard Board Games out of Montevilla is going to come and set up games outside for family-friendly awesome. games. Wow. All kinds of stuff outside. What, what, kind of, what kind of games? All of them. All of them. Oh, okay. doesn't matter. You name it, they've got it. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to have lawn darts? Yes. Uh, oh, for awesome. sure. I mean, yes. you got to bring it back. I mean, if there's going to be kids, really you got to have lawn darts. Yeah, it was really sharp edges. <laughs> Human pigeons, all that stuff. One um, thing I didn't pitch, go. though, is yeah. we have 11 new brewers. Or 11 wow. new, not just brewers, but breweries. Period. Exclamation point. Yes. Very excited for that, um, as well as you should be, too. That's so right. make sure you get your tickets. Go to shebrew.beer. Beer. Um, and get your tickets now. Get the VIP. Don't even hesitate. Spend the extra money. Get in early. Try the homebrews because if you don't, you're going to kick yourself because they're going to be gone. You'll be sorry. They're going to be fucking gone. <laughs> Let's talk about the beer Jeremy just poured. Mm. What is this dark and delicious flavor? Mm. Uh, this one is from Brickside. It's the vintage of 2021 Plunder Phonics. <sighs> Wow. That smells amazing. Plunder Phonics is in. Did you guys hear me smell it? <laughs> I haven't poured it for you yet. You were kind of busy. No, you were busy. Um, American Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels, and that's just a basic. Okay. Yeah, you know, just I'm a basic gonna, description. I'm not going to be a hater, but this and so many levels is oh. better than the Matryoshka. Oh my so. goodness. Because it's not complex. It's simple. It's straightforward. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. It's a barrel-aged dark beer, period. Nothing else. Okay. It hasn't been tampered with. It hasn't been altered. It hasn't been mixed with a bunch of things. This is a fantastic beer. Mm-hmm. And God damn it, it's good. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the uh, part of, like, every year now they're, they're doing, like, a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plunder Phonics was, oh, like, their... Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just so tickled to see Ryan get so excited about a dark beer. This is I, usually my forte. I, I agree. I do, and it's just rare because I usually am not going to throw the heavy down right out. Yeah, but you're, you're like you're, you're you're really getting into it. You're all leaning back and rubbing your belly and smacking your lips. Don't do that in the mic, but you know. <laughs> you look like oh, Santa Claus after a hard day. <laughs> oh, um, here's what I will say. Ben and the team over there at all of the locations, they know how to make great barrel-aged, doesn't matter if it's dark or light, yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those. They, yeah. they, they did a pretty good job. Yeah. They, they did a pretty right. good job. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Fort George, but I'm, this is better than, than Matryoshka. I don't know. I think oh, I... And you know why? All no, my I, children the same. They're different. They're they're different. different. They are different, but it's really damn good. I would like to know what Bronwyn thinks. 
I, I do. She too. already drank it. She's done. Oh she well, I'm I'm still slipping on it, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've always been a major fan of the Matryoshka vari- variations because I feel like they come out with really rare, cool. Mm-hmm. That's true. The one they came out with blueberries one year was fucking. That stellar. was really good. That was yeah. stellar. Yeah. I like it when they only use one flavor though. Mm-hmm. As opposed to this year, there was a bunch of things. Yeah. I like the favorites, just raspberry. Well, they, they always mm-hmm. do. They always add. They do a right. layer, and then they add a layer. Right. And then they add a layer. Well, I don't want any, too many you layers. Just want one. Got it. Yeah. I like yeah. the Matryoshka more. Okay, I mean, well. this is obviously really good. The Brickside's really, oh, yeah. really it's good. Fair. No, it's fair. But Everyone's different. It's fine. I, I like the Brickside more. Mm. So yeah. let, me, let me explain. Uh, like, in my opinion, okay, the, the difference between... Oh, sorry. The difference between uh, the way that... Uh, Matryoshka is made, and the way that Breakside does their stouts, because they do like a whole different portfolio mm-hmm. every time, is they have so many different barrels oh, that they man. put like their base beers into, wow. and it may not just be Imperial Stout. Huh? Uh-huh. It may not just be uh, Imperial Stout. It may be Imperial Stout and, and barley wine, or it might be an Imperial Porter that was aged in like a Willits barrel or something. Right. I, I don't even know. That's I, the and, and that's the same so thing. So many barrels. That's where I love, um, and and John can attest to this too. Not necessarily just Damien too as well, but mm-hmm. John has got so many abyss mm-hmm. with just everything: cognac, rum, tequila, mm-hmm. uh, everything that you could do over so many years, and because it changes and barrels change because yeah. of how they were yeah. distilled with mm-hmm. that actual alcohol. It's so crazy to try a, tw- a 2019 to a 2020 uh, mm-hmm. rum-barreled abyss because they're so different, but they are also so different mm-hmm. and, and delicious. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a really cool thing that you're, you're touching on because you can make the same beer over and over and over again, but because of the, the variations or the way that they mm-hmm. do it differently each year, like Matryoshka, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not going to be the same. Right, and, and it, Matryoshka, yeah, I mean, they try to... <coughs> sorry, go ahead, Brown. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I remember when JP took us to do a vertical tasting of all the Abyss for over the years, mm, and yeah. it was one of the first times I had ever had a vertical tasting before so I could taste the same beer right. over through different years, and it was a very cool experience. Yeah. It's eye-opening, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like they... They change, and then, change. in my opinion, uh, the abyss. I think kind of peaks at. Uh, well, it used to be this way about seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. It peaks at four years, okay. and then it starts to like homogenize, and yeah. then it starts to lose its love. Right. You know? Yeah. We I've done vertical tastings before, and I know they go back to about two thousand six, two thousand seven. Um, my 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 boss. I was helping him. Uh, my ex boss uh, from the no ballroom. Mm-hmm. I was helping him move. And he said he's got like all of the uh, Abyss series from the 06 all the way up. And holy so, holy. yeah, no I didn't realize that he was such a big fan. Uh, and so we're, we're planning on maybe doing a uh, vertical tasting. But I, I know in the past that when we've done vertical tastings, like over at Beer Mongers for Bottle Share Night. Or on the um, show. Or on the show, um, <laughs> because we can. You know, we we we. You know, those. That's definitely been indicative. You know, those older uh, beers. You know, some of them. Some of them. It's it's weird. Some of them even like come back. Like uh, I've had situations where like the the O nine, not so much. The O. You know, the eleven, not so much. But the ten, for some reason, it it had. You know, it, mm. it kind of brought back some notes. Yeah. And uh, and had some more more development there that maybe you know I don't yeah. know maybe it, it it recarbonated for a second I don't I don't know if that's even a thing I'm always curious about like the different barrel the barrelage programs that that breweries have you know like mm-hmm. Breakside's got theirs 
obviously Fort George has theirs and they have different things they put into them and and, and so does so does Brigside. I'm super curious about the uh, Deschutes and how they do what they do because they have There's so is, many. Yeah. Their portfolio is large, mm-hmm. and they've got a lot of space, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they have, have they, they have multiple locations. Yeah. But yes, but yeah. Were, I'll be I'll be a, I'll be honest. They were guessing through the first few years of Abyss. I mean, when oh, they hit like I, 2009, I think back then a lot of breweries were. Yeah. Oh yeah, there were like. There, mm-hmm. there were like three different versions of Abyss mm-hmm. in yeah. t- 2009. There was the one that you could get straight, the one that was mildly sour, and the one that was like, oh, I can't drink it. Yeah. I want to say yeah. I mean, I think, mildly sour is great. I think we can all agree that Goose, Goose Island was one of the one of the, one of of the the leading breweries <laughs> that kind of put uh, barrel aging on the map for, mm-hmm. uh, for craft beer. And they had an extensive yeah, collection. They, they started the earliest, and... Uh, or are one of the breweries that started the earliest and um, and, and started releasing these things in, in mass. And so, uh, you know, in, in limited supply, of course, a lot of other breweries started following suit. And it takes a little while to get, you know, that barrel aging going. You know, you want to, you know, whenever you're aging anything, obviously it takes time to, you know, yeah. for that, for that stuff to... learn a lot, to, too, from it. And yeah, and, 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 you know, after a few years, you're like, oh, well, maybe... I didn't really like the way that came out or I wish I had done something differently there. And so you go back to your notes, you know, your brewing notes and you're like, okay, well, we're going to do this differently. But then you got to wait like two, maybe three years to find (laughs) out, well, how did this turn out? How did it age and how has it developed so far? You know, so that's just one of the really cool things that I always have found about the barrel aging programs is. Um, is 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 this has this beer been worth the wait? You know, and mm-hmm. and that's why you have to do multiple ones so that if one of them doesn't work out, at least one of your little babies, uh, you know, grows up to be a, a beautiful, tasty stout. I have no experience with this, but I would say I would think that it's experience, uh-huh. guesstimation, and luck. Okay, I, that's my that's my opinion. But but if you have a large barrel stock, mm-hmm. you have a lot to choose from. So yeah. you can pr- probably pretty easily go like. This and this and this together might be lovely. Yeah. But these, mm, we'll yeah. let them wait for a couple more and, years. And blending aside, you you never really quite get the same thing twice. So mm-hmm. everything is yeah. like its own special moment. It's mm-hmm. this encapsulation of, you know, this, this is this moment, this beer right here, right now. We can try and do this again, but the same barrel isn't going to be ready, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, know, uh, you know, available for it. And if it is a similar barrel, it's still going to be a little bit different and then you have time and then you know thermal and you know other well, other other variables at work there and i think that um there was we'd have to really go back and really investigate but i think it was either 2013 or 2014 mm-hmm. it might have been a little bit closer to me being on the show because i've been on the show for eight years now mm-hmm. um so not quite 10 but there was one year might have been 2017 but there was one year there was like six different variations and it was rum oh, yeah, cognac yeah. tequila, tequila. Uh, I, I still bourbon. have that year yeah. yeah there was a bunch of years that like year and 2018 they, i think it was they really Around dipped then, yeah. yeah they yeah. dipped hard into yeah. barrel aging because i have i have blue label like, yeah, bottle there's bottles, a brown there's brown, a blue there's a green there's a red orange, there's a black there's pink. a white yeah there's yeah. A, there's all kinds of crazy you mean ones. they got bored of just pinot noir barrels yeah yes. so yeah. yeah they just yeah. went crazy with but there was yeah there was one year i think they were had six different variations and each of them was fantastic in fan- its own right. Fantastic. When yeah. it, the cognac, I think that year, and I think John has like multiple 
multiple bottles of this one. Yeah, the gin barrel stuff. Man, uh, actually, that brandy kind the, of the longer, barrel aged. The, yeah, the longer the gin ones you left s- sitting around, I found yeah. their floral notes became more yeah. less provocative. Oh, but really? Well, so it was very overpowering in right. the, if you open it sooner that rather than later when you let it develop it's more subtle right, right, right. and it, you know it, it it just it's more i don't know it's yeah. more of an even flavor whereas like the True. tequila barrels i thought were uh i, I don't the tequila know was always great it was just very very consistent yeah. all the way through 100 percent. Um, anyways that's that's one example we are going to take a break because mm-hmm. i say so um <laughs> and when we come back we're gonna have more dark beer because there's a yep. lot of it still unopened we're going to have some uh, whiskey, some rum. We're going to we talk about some of the places uh, that we went in our local Bruniverse. That's right. We nice. have some news. Um, and uh, we're going to try um, some other spirits. We're going to find oh. out. We're going to see how many Ubers we can order in one 20-minute period. <laughs> <laughs> also, I brought a beer for John. Oh, well, oh, that's great. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Yep. oh wow. John always wow. doesn't ever have enough beer in his Well, no. I, I saw it at Beer Mongers, and I thought of him. Well, and I, I thought, just saw you somewhere. Yeah, you, thought you saw me at Beer Mongers. Oh. Oh, my God. You bought the beer then, right? It was actually a couple days before when I was at Beer Mongers another time. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to finish this. We're going to move on. And uh, we're going to try and make this uh, longer an episode than Ben Edmonds. (laughs) There you go. Beat Ben. Love you, Ben. There's plenty to talk about. Beat Ben, bitches. That's another beer. Beat Ben, bitches. There's another beer for you. (laughs) We'll be right back. It's got to have boots. (laughs) It's hazy. Don't worry about it. It's This is Lee Hedgman, and you're listening to The Brew Happy Show. I'm John Paul from Paul Cigars. Everyone knows I think craft beer is awesome, but so is my huge selection of cigars. You can get all your favorite tobacco products at any one of my conveniently placed locations in Beaverton, East Vancouver, and my headquarters store on Jansen Beach. Our wide selection of helpful staff will make your visit so very satisfying. You might even want to have a beer to celebrate. So come on in and check us out. For more information, contact us at paulcigars.net. Hi, this is the Green Goddess of Portland, here to bring interior wilding to your space. Offering local consultations, weekly plant care, pest solutions, rare plant curation, and sales. This houseplant hobby has cultivated a worthy collection backed by knowledge and experience. And now I want to help you make your business beautiful. Contact Bronwyn, the Green Goddess, at greengoddessbotanic at gmail.com and greengoddessbotanic on Instagram. This is Ben Edmonds from Breakside, and you're listening to The Brew Happy Show. Damien, I need more beer.
podcast. I am Fitzmagic. Uh, if you don't know that reference, you don't understand sports ball, and that's okay with us because we are here about the beer. That's all that matters. Oh, us. yeah. John is bringing in a truck full of yeah, alcohol. I think we're going to do uh, the, uh, the uh, whiskey corner first. We're going to have we our are. spirit segment. And uh, JP is a, uh, a valued member of the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society, Amongst as well many other as things. well as Whiskey Tribe and many other uh, spirits clubs. Ah, thank you. And he's here to uh, from Paul Cigars. Come guess me this riddle: What beats pipe and fiddle? What's hotter than mustard and milder than cream? What best wets your whistle? What's clearer than crystal? Sweeter than honey and stronger than steam? What can make the dumb talk? What can make the lame walk? What's the elixir of life and philosopher's stone? And what helped Mr. Brunel to dig the Thames Tunnel? Sure wasn't it whiskey from Aldenishon? So stick to the crater, the best thing in nature For sinking your sorrows and raising your joys And boys, I'd half wonder if lightning and thunder Was made from the plunder of... Whiskey, boy. That's right. Our friend John Paul and Paul Cigars with three convenient locations. One new location uh, coming soon. Uh, you can find him at paulcigars.net. But he is the man about town, and he is the man about the whiskeys and scotches and ales. Yep, and it's all. true. He's I the champion. The I brought stuff today. Yeah, you did. You brought a lot. You know what I first yeah. brought? You're not going to believe this. Yeah, so what's I in the orange? What's the orange so this, liquid in the bottle? This. If you had this, I've, I've had this. Yes. That better not be a trucker bomb. Oh, it totally no. is. So this is the main <laughs> soda pop for the country of Scotland. Okay. Oh. This is sold everywhere. Yeah. It, it has blue eyes on it. Yeah, but it's it's an orange thing. You'll never guess. What are those Roman numerals? Okay, here's the guess the flavor of this. Guess the flavor. It's well, not it's orange. it's not orange. Orange. <laughs> it's not orange. Nope. Or else I, I wouldn't have asked you that question. <laughs> you know, you guys are getting smarter all the time. Wow. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the minute they said it's not orange, they are like they. But are. I've already I've had it, so I already know it's not orange. <laughs> huh. I I declined to try it the last time you had it on the I, show. I I want to try it. Yeah. Okay. Open her up and but take a sip. It's no, soda no, pop. You should try it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's what it's here for. You know what? You can get this on Amazon. You don't even have to bring it back from Scotland. It's called. It's good. And what? And what's it called? It's called. Earn. I have no idea. I R N B R U. Well, here's the thing is, here's the thing is, whatever you think it is, the Scotch will say it differently. Iron brew. There you go. Iron brew. Okay. Hurry up and open that sucker and drink it. Hurry up. There's caffeine in it. I guess is that pretty similar to soda? It's a pop. It's, it's like, just a regular soda pop with a different flavor. It's like it's jolt. It's a sorter. I, I want to hear. What I don't you mind think the, the flavor. Fla- pour surge. some in here. Pour some in here. I like it. That's well, good. you like weird things. That's good. You like pickle beer. You can drink it out of the bottle. True, he does. <laughs> no, I'm too. It's so weird. It is weird. All right, so you'll right. never guess a flavor. Ron, Ronwin, no. what do you think? What's your guess? The flavor. Nothing you've ever had in a pop. No, I've had it before. Yeah, I'll have. Well, some, she, I think it, she likes it's it. It's an interesting. It's an interesting it thing. And I didn't. It know tastes forever. like Smarties. Here, it's You're getting close. Really? Sweet tarts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mmm. Lemon head. Um. Gobstopper. Actually, I, I, I couldn't guess it, even if I know what it is. I still wow. don't think it. I doesn't taste like what I, they tell me it tastes like. Huh. I like it. It tastes like a watered down Tums. It does. Uh, it 
tastes like watered down. Wow. It does. You know it what the flavor profile is it on it? It tastes like something different to everybody. It's not very fizzy. Bubblegum. Bubblegum. Oh, yeah. It's bubblegum pop. Bubblegum. Yes. Smart. It's bubblegum pop. Once you know it, then you yeah, then you, then you go. Oh yeah, yeah, it tastes the bubble gum. But it now. also tastes like watered down. It is. Gum. It tastes like watered down bubble gum. Yes. It, what yeah. it's good. To, you can't drink strong bubble gum. It's it's got a very strange nose flat. on it though. But what think about that concept. A whole country drinks bubble gum pop is their number one pop. And I got news for you. This thing, this pop is everywhere. Okay, mm. over there. Over there. Uh huh. Well, what's, it's what? their Coca Cola. Yeah, what's yes. the other one that's uh, it's purple? It's a purple one instead. Uh, I don't remember, but I probably have yeah, it. Yeah, it's. I drink um, everything. Is it a Mace Windu drink? No. <laughs> yes. No. Hey, look. Look at the cat. <laughs> He's I can't remember. Wi- Windu Cola. Oh. Whiskies. Oh. Namaste nom- nom- likes whiskey. Or, I mean, oh, it's all of isn't it? No, oh, it's yeah. whiskies. No, it's she wants the box oh, the whiskey I'm gonna, is in. I'm going to get the one that uh, the, the, the cat checked out first. Oh, okay. There you go. That was She's selecting it for it's you. It's the wrong order to drink it, but it's sort of the neatest <laughs> bottle I have. Oh, no. Okay. Look at that. Let's she knows okay. That's the wrong order. Uh, it is Lanfraig, and it is an Isla Lanfraig. It is Isla single malt. <laughs> hand it to them, though, what it is. Element oh. L1. It's their new line. They do it. They're starting to do a limited oh, of small batch line now. What have they done? It's the very first one. Oh, oh, I heard that they were doing smaller batches. That's it. You told, you told me as well. I was like, you keep putting your glasses away like you're not going to use them again. Right. I'm an idiot. He pretends like he's just going to use them for a minute. Oh, my God. What's, I can't even put them on. Okay. So this is, uh, Someone gave this guy a lightsaber? I know, right? Small batch. <laughs> Screw you, pal. Um... Small batch L1.0. Yeah, first one. might just be the very first, 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 first limited edition one. Yeah, first release. Holy first crap. release. They haven't done any of the second one yet. Let me guess. It's unpeated. <laughs> no. There's no. no way it's not peated. <laughs> exactly. Because how uh, we do a mommy. limited edition <laughs> thing of the no, no. Interesting. No, okay, so. This is not for Jen. I'm sure it's a peat bomb. 100%. No, I brought Jen here. I brought Jen. Look at why I brought Jen. It's not a peat bomb. She doesn't even know what that is. Wow. It's a bimber. Do gotta love a bimber. A bimber. Wait, oh. ha- haven't you brought a bimber over here Probably. before? Probably. Yeah. I was like, wait, I not think we've one. had this, and I not think that I didn't. one. Not that one. Okay. Oh, right. A different the bimber. Mm-hmm. Bimber makes a lot. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. That's an English uh, distillery. Sherry Cask. I know. That's why I remember Stuck this scotch. one. Sherry Cask. Uh, oh yes, please. And then look what else I bought today too. Look at this. A 34-year-old single grain. <laughs> not not a single malt. A single grain. Single grain. It's a rye. Oh. 34-year-old rye. 100% rye. Whiskey. Hmm. Yeah. Lowlands. Yeah. <laughs> he was one years old. I was one years old. <laughs> it was just a wee baron. Dude, I was playing soccer at Clark College. <laughs> on, the nose, on the nose here, we have toffee apple, stewed pears, and vanilla. On the oh. palate, we have sweet oak, caramel sauce, oh, and yes. fresh cereal. Oh. On the finish, we have a long and gentle... Peanut brittle. I'll oh, be yes. drinking this right now. Oh, yes. come, come to mama. Was, was screaming and shitting himself. I was doing that last Scotching. week, but we're not talking about that right now. There you go. He's picking the right one. Oh my god, I want that one too. The old one. Wait, which one should you, we start with? Can though, you pour that real? one in a? Don't start with the. Le- well, no, no, God, not the Lefroy. No. <laughs> well, we'll keep that in the middle. Here, I have another one too. Look at this. I brought oh, a single gosh. barrel balconies. Think of that. Oh. Oh yeah. Hold on now. Single. Barrel. Where I'm do you get that at? You know where I got that at? Let me guess. The UK. No, Balcony. What? Yes. 
We oh, went okay. down there for their opening. They got in, uh, ducked in the Scotch Malt Whiskey uh, yeah. Society, so we went down there for her opening thing. Oh, they were inducted into. Is that why you uh, you had the Glen Cairns and said Balconies on the yes, side? Yes, because we're there. Thank you. For it's those. the funniest thing. I'm going. I'm talking to the Scotch Malt Whiskey guy from Scotland too. And the first question he asked me is, "Is where you're from?" I said, "Yeah, Portland, Oregon." He goes. What the hell did you come down here for? I <laughs> will tell you something real quick before you go any further. This single grain <laughs> Scotch whiskey, yes. thirty-four year old rye, is fucking nominal. Okay, it is. That's a word. It is. It is. <laughs> Look at that. Bromwin, Bromwin. Thirty-four years old. Bromwin. Yes, this will raise me from the dead. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I need yeah, I'm some kinda of that sorry. Thing. I'm kinda sorry I started with the bimber, which is delicious. <laughs> oh, it's okay. so fucking good. Moving, <laughs> Moving on. I mean that's like that's like dessert. Wait, what did you get? The, the oh, notes so are exactly I'll it smells, it. it tastes, it finishes. It's good. Oh, this one? Okay. Holy moly. Uh, this okay. one I will also talk about since we're here. Yeah. I, I am a fan of this. This is uh, mm. the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society Jamaican Rum. It's called A Little Extravagant. Ooh. It's a nail polish and wood glue next to <laughs> it. Is that really that good taste? Awesome. Let's find out. Uh, next Half to an astringent taste made this a challenge, but gave it plenty of water and time, and it will be richly oh, rewarded. Wow. That doesn't sound good. It actually no. doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay, oh, the, the one that was made when you were shitting and screaming, it is fucking delicious. <laughs> God damn, that's wow. good. Wasn't it? Yeah. Mur Murray and David. Murray McDavid? Yeah. Murray McDavid? And you see where it, yeah, I got that from. Hey, you know what I did? You know what I did bring too? Um, what? what? My, my, Please tell me. I want to fucking know. Oh, my, so my most favorite whiskey. Oh? <sighs> yeah, that's a. I, John, if you want to buy all of us that for Christmas, oh, draft milk green. What do I need to do? You know why I bought it? What do I need to do? Because I just bought seven at an auction. What? Holy crap. Congratulations, man. Yeah, so I have a big haul. Sue's over in. here writing the checks. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Hey, the checks not <laughs> Sue, can we pour you something? Anything. Daft Mill? Daft Mill Green. I know you love the, the Daft Mill. The original, the... <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. There you go. Give her something. <laughs> She's falling asleep oh. over there. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to try the rum without water. What's going on here? Uh, so uh, pray for me. Pray for me. Here we go. Um, oh, my God. I also brought this to leave I because I don't think it's that good. <laughs> oh. Have you had that before? I've tried it. We've it's, tried it. It's, uh, you know, it's Yeah, I'm leaving horrible. it with you. Right. <laughs> you can hand it out to other okay. people. <laughs> I'll figure out how to make a cocktail but the, with but it. But the thing is, it's hot. You go like, I got hot whiskey. Hold, hold on. Hold on. John, wait. This is what you do. What? You pour a little bit of that. Oh, stop. Into your crock pot and you make pork. Oh. What's pork? Yeah, uh, pork? we're a vegan house here, buddy. You are not. Well, we don't make anything non vegan inside the okay, house. Okay, but so then you I take mean, it to a friend's house and make pork. Yeah, there. I was going to say, if you brought yeah. pork, we would make it for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll bring pork. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring the pork. We'll do that. <laughs> hey, guys, I got pork. What, what I am brought I doing? you some pork. What am I well, doing with the staff? We could open it. Drinking it. Okay, open it up. Open All right, I'm trying the rum. Here we go. Mm hmm. Okay. It is hot on the nose. Oh. Like how deep down this rabbit hole? One eight hundred hot, hot. <laughs> the daft mill. Oh, here's what I will tell you. Two things. First of all, the caramel on the nose is amazing. Okay. On the oh, on the this is the rum. On the rum. This Ooh. is right here. Okay. You want to try that? Yeah, this one. It is. The rum a dum dum. It is a kick. It's okay. Jamaican rum. It is a kick, and it requires something to go in it as well. It's a it's very strong. Like potato chips? 
No, like a, a, a like a doctor, like a Dr Pepper. Well, um, Dr Pepper like would be a, cool. Like an Iron Brew. It, I don't need an Iron Brew, but thank you. It is, it is sixty three percent. But it, but here it is. One hundred twenty eight proof. It is really oh. good. Whoa! Wow! Holy shit! That's good. Oh. It's one? really good. Oh, yeah. Bimber, uh, I'm digging the okay. I'm uh, digging the rum, man. Uh, Bimber, I'm yeah. digging that uh, rum. While you guys pass around alcohol, I'm gonna do a quick little news, and we'll come okay. back to more alcohol. Hey, hey. Yeah, give that back to her. That? There we go. Uh, okay. No, no, where is that? I have some things from the mail pail as well. Fantastic. I'm gonna do this real quick, and then uh, do it, do it, do it. Do it. We'll, we'll move on. I'm gonna mute everybody, and then we'll unmute so you can get uh, second opinions. Here we go. Um, first, I only have a couple pieces of news because it was a really heavy thought process of uh, talking about Festival of the Dark Arts and Shebrew. So we really have very little news, but I do have something I want to talk about. Our good friends over at Threshold Brewing are going to be celebrating their mm. fifth anniversary this coming Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a uh, brewery out in the Montevilla neighborhood, and uh, they are having a great time out there. They love everybody who comes in and enjoys not only um, their beers, oh, yeah. um, but their uh, their what the, the zapiconca. Zapiconca. Oh I love God, it. So Go get some. Yeah, um, like the best pizza boats you've ever had. Yeah, oh. but also not really like pizza. They're a little bit different, and they're delicious. They're better. Um, so from noon to 9 on the 24th, they will be open. Uh, Yarik and Sarah Shemitsky. She might ski, but she might not ski. We'll find out. Uh, I can ski. They are a, a couple of passionate beer lovers and brewers, um, and they make some delicious beers. And of those delicious beers, you're going to have some collabs. Like a, jo- oh. a gigantic collab. Oh. Um, that one is it's called... much bigger, better than a little collab. Yeah, Empire Wasted, Thialized, <laughs> Imperial, Gretzky. Gradetsky. 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 This is 100% smoked wheat ale. Oh, um, and, uh, the th- Threshold and Von Ebert collab, which is called a Future Footage West Coast IPA. Oh. Threshold and Ruse, Dual Perspective, Hazy IPA. I was just at Ruse yesterday. And then a uh, Schwarzwog Jopen style ale, which is an anniversary beer. This is a high-gravity style um, beer dating back to as far as the Middle Ages and Coyocally. Colloquially. God damn it, words. (laughs) Known as a Polish barley wine. It's smooth, rich, and balanced um, and, and aged in. Westward whiskey barrels. Oh, Excellent. we love those guys. For one whole year. Local whiskey. Yeah, that's a 13% ABV. Yeah. And then there's also a light lager that will be uh, uh, as well. Guys, if you don't know about Threshold, please go down, visit them, uh-huh. tell them that Brew Happy sent you. Please. They'll just tell you thank you and they'll pour your beer. Before you jump from Threshold, Sarah is making. I was going to say, yeah. Snap Crackle, which is a crisp rice lager. At Shebrew? Yep, for uh, Shebrew. Brewed with the 23 Pink Boots Hot Blend, and it has black peppercorn and pink pea berry. Mm. So it is a spicy rice lager. Yeah. Um, yes, please. I will take two, please. Snap Crackle. Move Bitches. on. Wow. Um, and the, the second piece of news is really not news, but it kind of is news. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to get the table's reaction to this news. Oh. Um, okay. Because, A, Jen and Jeremy are uh, of uh, the thought process that is around this news. Uh-huh. But we in the beer industry know how things change. Are you expecting, like, a visual nope. like nope. Uh, expression, or are we supposed to make an audible noise? Go- you're going to give your... It's an audio, your, it's you're, an audio you're show. Gonna give so. your, yeah, you're going to give your personal input. 
Okay. Um, so this is um, a kind of a change. Uh-huh. Um, might be permanent. Oh. Might not, but we're going to find out. What? Um, so uh, the National Homebrew Con. Uh, oh, yeah. We've heard about Has it. been oh. folded into Uh-oh. the 2024 edition of Great American Beer Festival. Wait a minute. What? Uh, now, yeah, one of the uh, largest events, oh, the Homebrew Con, in, uh, is being folded into the Great American Beer, Beer Fest for 2024. Now, this comes after reports of falling attendance numbers uh, for the annual gathering, which migrates, of course, uh, different cities uh, <laughs> over the years to uh, bring in uh, the National Homebrewers Association. Uh-huh. Um, and now... This is going to be a little bit interesting. So there's a fun thing that will be uh, represented at GABF. It's called Homebrew HQ. Okay. Um, and it's a little bit of a rebrand uh, for the Homebrew Con. And they're going to have their own section. They usually do have a homebrew section. There's going to be uh, a feature of um, uh, American Homebrew Association events October 10th through the 12th during GABF. Okay. Now, there is reports that it will return in 2025, but as for right now, it's going to be at GABF. Okay. Now, this is because of falling numbers from uh, tickets uh, sales at uh, uh, HomebrewCon. Both, uh, both of them. But mm. as well as GABF, yeah. as well as brewers' attendance at both. Yeah, a lot of uh, – uh, there's been a lot of recovery yeah. after COVID, and it's but, been slow going. Yeah. Uh, you know, some pe- some people in some places and some states yeah. don't uh, – they, they, they didn't – uh, yeah. Stop the no mask thing. And Here's the, the thing. And the other restrictions. I'm not done yet. Everyone, oh, hold you on. Go. Everyone, okay. hold on. Hey, yeah. You said you wanted us to talk. I know, so. but it, in a second. So, Homebrew <laughs> HQ at GABF this is a uh, American Homebrew Associated member only area that will mm-hmm. open during all Great American Beer Festival sessions mm-hmm. where you can sample 2024 Pro Am beers, taste delicious homebrews uh, from the homebrew rock stars, learn how to taste beer like a pro. With the UB a judge, watch live homebrewing demonstrations and explore the homebrewing marketplace, mm-hmm. plus much, much more. Yeah, yeah. Now, a GABF ticket is required to attend this festival, as well as AHA members will be required to show their membership uh, when in attendance for this thing. Now, there okay. is going to be the National Homebrew Competition Awards that's going to take place on Thursday, October 10th. Uh-huh. Results uh, will be obviously available for that, as well as the GABF Awards will be happening that weekend as well. Which day is that? Uh, that same is time. the same the Friday. The, that's the, the, the last day of GABF, okay. which is, I think, the 12th. Saturday. Yeah. Um, now, Here's where we have some things to talk about. Oh. There's not a lot of excitement from the homebrewers. They think they're being overshadowed by a giant and fantastic event of gigantic and amazing <coughs> brewers of professional standards being thrown into, well, maybe your beers can just show up there and hang out. Yeah. So now we turn to the homebrewers. Mm-hmm. But also, like, you've got the cool area where the the pro-am beers would be yeah where previously everybody that has a ticket to gabf can go to that that's true now but now you can't now you have to have a ticket to gabf and you a have ticket. to be a member of the aha yeah. so if you're not a member of the american homebrewers association and have a ticket to gabf you can't get into that area at all so they're being completely segregated yeah. from the festival and they're forcing all the homebrewers that would normally go to a homebrew conference in like a rotating city uh-huh. to buy tickets to the GABF just so they can go. Right. So they have to they have to That's expensive. Their mem- they have to yeah. double down. They have to re up their membership. They have to go at a very expensive time because it's fucking GABF. And, and they have to buy tickets to GABF yeah. just to go to 
the, their own thing. Yeah. And again, normally at GBF, because we've done that many or several times, mm-hmm. where you go and you check out the Pro-Am beers, and it's cool. You want to. Well, yeah. the public can't do that now. They have to be a member of the HA and have GABF tickets. Well, to that, yeah. That, I, that, 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 I, can, I can see why they would feel overshadowed, because GABF has always had a Pro-Am space. And so now they're taking away that space, giving it to the home brewers, which is great. But the fact that you have to have access, all of this access as a home brewer, that's a lot. Uh, I mean, to be a professional brewer and need that access, that's 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 one thing because you're featuring your beer. You're, there's the awards, there's the competition, there's the the meeting of minds, there's the collaboration, the chance to like meet meet all of these other p- brewers from all different places. And you still have that as a as a home brewer, but your investment generally as a home brewer is far less than the investment that would be expected from a professional brewer right. or a right. brewery. Yeah. Well, and also even consider this. Like, if you're going to buy tickets to go to GABF, you're going mm-hmm. to GABF. Right. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't but, you? But, I'm going to try. But you're now, right. you're asked as a home brewer to say, you know, you can either go to your homebrew, like, conference, like, mini conference, or you can go to GABF, but you have to buy tickets. Right. Can you, if you get tickets, can you do both? Well, if you submit well, at, now, I, I, I don't know believe the way it works yeah. is if you are featuring your beer uh-huh. at There's GABF. The, you get a brewer's pass. Right, you get a brewer's pass. There aren't pass. that many of those. Right. <laughs> oh, they, what? There aren't that many of those for homebrewers. Oh. And I, that's why it's a little bit different. And so one of the things which is unfortunate <laughs> is from not necessarily just homebrewers um, as, far, as far as the association, but people in general are mm-hmm. going – Great, so I'm gonna go ahead and just just go ahead. And I'm not gonna go. Okay. Right. So I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go represent my home brews because why the fuck would I want to be overshadowed? Yeah. First of all, why the fuck would I want to be lumped into? Yeah. Uh, of course, no one's gonna stop by and drink my beers. Breaksides right around the corner. Mm. Why? So I I've seen some things on the internet already. Going, yeah, I just go ahead and I canceled my hotel room. I've canceled my mm-hmm. tickets. I'm not mm. going. Okay, wow. I, I'm just I'm just going to throw, I mean, <clears throat> not like I agree with this at all because mm. I, 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 don't, I don't. I don't think it's good. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think it's good for the, uh, for the community, for the for the home brewers and the pro brewers <clears throat> and the Like I get numbers being down, but well. this is not but how you. Yeah, yeah. That's and not they could have done I, something small. I, I, I'm right. going to just play a bit of a devil's advocate, mm. and I don't want to be on this side. No, no, I but, I, it's but do it. I think it's important because I was trying to think of the other side of it too. Do so it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. How do you yeah. cut your let's, losses? Let's how do you cut your out. losses and actually go forward, keep the Brewers Association going forward, representing professionals across the country as well as internationally because they're not just GABF. And they mm. do the World Beer Awards as well, NBA. I just think, like, uh, I think it's an opportunity if you decided to, <coughs> is to open Pro Am up and start going. Well, great, we're gonna start throwing home brewers with an opportunity to brew with yeah. a city, a, a, a city uh, professional brewer, mm-hmm. and go. Okay, great. Listen, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do homebrew com, but here we're gonna up it up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be a homebrew, but with the aspect of yeah, you get to th- brew this beer with, right. uh, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's someone like someone smaller and a smaller, mm-hmm. you know, like Little Beast. Right. Mm-hmm. You're gonna yeah. do a you're gonna do a pro am beer, mm-hmm. and here's what we're gonna do. Because I know Chuck has gone to GABF. We see him every year. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you show up at Great American Beer Fest, period? Mm. But the thing about that is, is with that, why wouldn't you have the opportunity to go, 
let's fucking move those people into position mm-hmm. that they go the next time they go to a big conference they're brewing at one of those right. big breweries that yeah. they've been doing it because they've been working on their craft we want to educate and we want to pull and we want to build this community but when you just say yeah you're gonna have a section over here at the greatest american beer festival that's ever been you're gonna be cut off for we're the gonna re- feature for the rest you of the festival. don't worry yeah, about it no it's fine we're yeah, gonna go back gonna to homebrew con next year don't worry uh, i don't feel well, like it's... i noticed that somebody had questioned like well who said that? Like, right. who said that they were going to go back to right. the, the way they did before in 2025? There's really a lot of hesitation on that, yeah. that going back, because I get numbers being down, but at the same time as you're not doing... I don't know that they're going to go back up after this. They're probably not, but they're not doing anything to help grow and strengthen Home Brewers Association in, in this respect by doing this yeah. type of pivot. What do you think, Bronwyn? Bronwyn? Well, I mean, as someone who's not a home brewer and not a professional brewer and just kind of a novice, (laughs) um, could it be possible that they are gaining some exposure from the novice who just goes to the beer festival to enjoy the beer and they're like, oh, damn, well, I'm going to get this. Doesn't know any better? Maybe. I'm, I'm going to get this beer over here from Breakside and then I'm going to go over here and try. Maybe they're getting a different type of exposure mm-hmm. that they would f- to the masses that they wouldn't it's have possible. access to oh. if they were not a part of this festival. But if Maybe it's like the Rising Tides Resolve Yes, and, but the, the challenge tides, with that is they, they, in order to experience both, they have to be a member of yeah. the AHA, so they have to right. pay mm-hmm. for an annual membership to even go on the homebrew side to try those pro am beers. Yeah, and that's and, and I'm kind of hoping that that got reported wrong. Maybe because that's Me my too. that is my biggest sticking point with this whole. When situation. I saw it on NewSchoolBuilder.com, I was like, because that's the one that because at GBF there was God. always that whole area, and you got to and there was I think there was even a voting situation where yeah people got to pick like because if you won best of show in a competition that made you eligible to do a program, yeah. and that may meant that if you did a program that that could go to GBF and then you mm-hmm. got featured yeah and. And the idea that if they took Hey beer fans, it's that time of year again. It's the homebrewers mm-hmm. that had tickets she to brew time. get to those. That's where I have Right. And we are here well, in Polander. Uh, you know, Polanders, if you are a homebrewer out there and you were planning on participating in uh, in this and the only hitch is having for you having to pay for these uh, expensive GABF tickets. Uh, the Brew Happy Show will sponsor you. Uh, we'll have to f- pick somebody. That's... We'll have to pick one person, and you guys can go and use our media pass as a field reporter, and uh, that way uh, you won't have to pay for your ticket. How are you going to decide who it is? Kind of hope we weren't wanting well, to go this year. I tell you, well, you just you just said you weren't going to go. I, I did not. Going. We didn't oh, talk about this at was, all. Was, this, was that we're, hypothetical? We're not going. I mean, we've got some things. Going on. <laughs> no, no, we're not going. But I mean, how, how going. are you going to pick well, the winner? We okay. So we we're allowed four so. media passes. We almost never use all four mm. media passes unless it's like the first time we're going to an event like CBC. We're using mm. all four of uh, uh, passes. Uh, but usually it's like you 
two, it's usually three of us, and that usually leaves a fourth pass. Uh, we just so, exclude Brahman all the time. That's fine. Well, she's usually doing plant stuff, no, or you. She's or, making money doing plant There's things. years that you you <laughs> aren't able to go. Or there's some years that you know uh, it's we, just me and John. We don't know for sure. John's got yet, a Scorpions but concert but to but go it's a to. Good John's idea. got a Scorpions it's concert a good, to go it's a to. Good two idea. two of There's some years we. There's some years we don't even go at all. So we haven't even gotten into all of that conversation because it's so far later in the year. But. I think it's foreseeable that we will would have at least one ticket available, and we could pick we could sponsor a home brewer out there it's perhaps uh, yeah. if 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 they really wanted to participate in this event, and the only hitch is this expensive ticket. You should come up with a really cool contest. Yeah, ah. yeah. You come up with that all by yourself. Yes. There are probably I some exclusions notated, as yeah. though we won't be buying plane tickets or no. hotel room accommodations. No. But if you just need access to Wait, the Josh festival, not do that? well yeah, done, We're, we're well just going <laughs> to mention <laughs> those exclusions. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent free. Yeah, yeah. If you Bring need, if you need, yeah. If what you need is access to the event, we can we can surrender one of our uh, media passes if. Right you would uh, represent the brew happy show as a field reporter and then of course uh, you know obviously that comes with some requirements you gotta you know visit some booths get and, there. and do some field reporting for us and not get arrested and yeah. not get arrested <laughs> or embarrass right, us now you guys are just nitpicking hey, 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 uh, hey, hey. but i will what i will I'm say ju- is i'm just saying I, I think that's what we could do to help you know possible. if so, we if we could do some part that's great But I I think that, but in lieu of that, and going back to what we were talking about, I think there needs to be a kind of a little bit of a restructure of homebrew con, and I think that some of that comes from Mm -hmm. the idea that because they are homebrewers, because they are not professional, big name, have a brewery, have a location, they have hours of operation, Mm -hmm. is that allowing them to be warranted the opportunity to shine mm-hmm. yeah. and not be overshadowed by people like Melvin or, uh, you know, just uh, Oligash or, I mean, just all these... New Galeris. Right. Fucking yeah. all these big all names. All these other yeah. breweries. Yeah. Denver in, Brewing Company. In, in all, right. of, all these professional breweries in yeah. all 50 states of America. Right. Breakside. Right. A breakside. How Fucking are you going to put your home, home brew ribbon up right. against so, Breakside? Right. You're not. No, you're not. I but mean, you're not. Okay. But, but, but that's not the point of the contest because it's going to have their own – the Homebrew Con Awards will have their own awards ceremony, which is great. Right. But how many people at GABF are going, oh, I'm going to stop at the Homebrew section real quick and try some of those beers? Oh, wait. We, we usually do. I need do. to get a membership first? Oh, hold on. Never mind. Let me go online and see if I can get a membership they, and show my new we're car. We're probably not going to do that if we have to get a membership. Right. If, now, if they change it. And there's a section for homebrewers that is not out, it's outside of the HQ, which, which is, is what they usually do. Which is what they usually do. Then right. great. That's yes. cool. And they can put a little sticker that says homebrew <laughs> HQ beer. Yeah. No, no, cool. HAA beer. Great. Perfect. But if they don't. Then, then it's pointless. It's, oh, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's a moot point. And, and therefore, it's a moot point. As Joey would say, but it is debatable because why are we why are we doing this yeah. if we're not going to be able to allow those people to shine? Not it's everyone true. celebrates homebrewers the way she brew does. Yeah. Go Broadway. It's, it's, true. True. it's true. Well, I mean, I'm only speaking from experience because I'm this teeny little plant consulting business and interior scaper. Uh-huh. And we just got back from well, a couple of weeks ago from the 
Tropical Plant International Expo in Fort Lauderdale. And there were companies being represented there that do what I do, but have 15, 20 people working in the design department and then the install department and then the maintenance department. And I do, I'm little old me doing all of those things, but because I went to that event, like it wasn't about me versus them. I mean, it's not a competition, first of all, but, um, it was like networking opportunities Mm -hmm. for me as like, you know, a quote unquote, like a home, uh, home business. Yeah. And those in themselves can be, uh, very valuable. Those those connections. yeah. Yeah. I went to some seminars. I learned a bunch of stuff. I connected with people. I met someone from the local, um, huge interior scaping company called Ambius. Um, I met people from the university of Michigan creating an interior scaping curriculum that was interested in learning about how I started my business. Yeah. And there are similar opportunities like that at great American beer festivals. Maybe what I'm thinking is like, maybe there's some benefit to the home brewers so that they could meet the other brewers if they're just trying to get into the industry. And there are talks and discussions Mm -hmm. and, uh, and Q and A's that happen, uh, you know, with the AHA and with, you know, the homebrew stuff. And so, you know, maybe maybe there's some some access to uh, you know specific things that yeah, yeah. you know we we just we we're just not focusing on right now. Or that's just not being reported on. Correct. So because it's we, early, it's we're just we're only getting just, so yeah. much information. It just got the release of it. Uh, I think a day or so yeah. ago. So it's mm-hmm. just it's very new information, yeah. which is still great that yeah. that's been released. Yeah. Um, and I hope that the opportunity uh, is. Uh, it's all positive, yeah. right? But based off of yeah. how it looks and how mm-hmm. it feels from some of the homebrew side of the competition mm-hmm. side, it's gonna be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm per- not, not gonna go. I mean, perhaps if there's a large enough voice and uproar against it, then maybe they can still have time to change. Maybe whatever or, rules. I mean, at least get out some more information because yeah. right. mm-hmm. I would love to know that there's more to the story than, than has yeah. been reported so far because yeah. mm-hmm. maybe there is a lot of benefits that we're not aware of because I can't imagine that the AHA went into the decision without like thinking it through and the, without like yeah, it wouldn't have been benefits to everyone. I'm sure they didn't do this lightly and, no. and, and there's probably other things uh, yeah. that are going on in this that we, we, we like I said, yeah. just haven't been revealed and there's still opportunity to add more to this yeah. to make it more appealing for the home brewers. So. Yep. And it can be a great learning opportunity if they're not able to make amendments and it's a total flop, then maybe they'll listen to mm-hmm. the people that are actually God, I hope so. benefiting or brewing the beer or like, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe they can adjust for, if not this year, then next year. And it's yeah. hard too. I mean, it, it's the Oregon Brew Crew, the, the numbers, the membership numbers have been down since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Shebrew, like our national homebrew competition, it's like, we are getting like half of the entries we did in 2020 and granted 2020 yeah. was like our big year and that was like the that you did you were the last big event before the shutdown mm-hmm. well not only the comp or not only the fest but the comp too it was our yeah. biggest numbers and we're doing the same things like mm-hmm. i'm engaging with like probably 40 or 50 homebrew clubs online and the hrc sends the posters out to every homebrew shop in the country so it's not that people don't know but a lot of people have just changed their behaviors and changed their habits which is understandable and mm-hmm. i think that's uh, i think with the tides changing of mm-hmm. beer community mm-hmm. we have seen 
not just in homebrewers, but oh, yeah. big like big names have shut down, oh, and yeah. some of our favorite brewers in the area have gone away. And I get it that things are going to change, mm-hmm. as they should. And we would hope that for most of the changes, they are for the better, or for what the wellness of the beer community, because yeah. craft beer should still be local, should be independent, um, and and you know as important as it is, we want to see changes. But we would hope we don't lose the essence of mm-hmm. what, what we've got going on here. So it's, yeah, it's 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 tough, and we hope that everything kind of resolves itself by 2025. Maybe we'll find out. We we'll don't find know. Out. Yeah. yeah. Um, from the mail pail, oh. we do have a couple of uh, items I want to mention. Um, so uh, Montevilla Brew Works. Now we all know that uh, Zwickelmania normally uh, they're is coming pr- to Shebrew too. Uh, uh, it, Cam Brown Mont- is brewing a beer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, Zwicklemania usually is parallel to Festival of the Dark Arts, and so it can usually be really tough to make it to both of them. Um, but uh, this past weekend uh, for Zwicklemania, um, uh, Montevilla Brew Works, uh, they released the, uh, the what is it, their cask beer engine. Mm. So this was their, yeah, so they, they were doing their once a year uh, open house for Zwicklemania, mm-hmm. And they had their grand unveiling of this uh, cask beer engine. And so you can now get cask beer at uh, Montevilla Brew Works, which is pretty exciting for those of you that likes likes uh, the old school style. Well, it's Michael about Cora. damn time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> do, do you guys want to explain a little bit about what exactly cask beer is? Go ahead, honey. Oh, no. It's because <laughs> here's, here's a lot of people mistake it for flat beer. Well, and I'm sort of that yeah, person. I, she's in that, uh, that I can appreciate a cask beer uh-huh. to a degree, but I I will always say it would be better if it was more carbonated. Okay. But Jeremy really likes cask beer, so I'm just gonna let him. I'm gonna let him take that. Camera, uh, real ale. I mean, it's just it's just what it is. I mean, you put it into a barrel. It's not done fermenting, and it ferments the rest of the way in the barrel, and mm-hmm. it's not entirely carbonated. But that's how they did it to begin. Yes. And you know, it's it's got its own character. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's force carbonated. That beer has its own character as well. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's it's just a nice, different uh, way of looking at a beer. Yeah, and you're using a hand pump to pump the carbonation yeah. of the beer and force it, force it out into your cup. Yeah, I mean, is, it, if you've never seen it done bef- done it. that way before, it is it is very interesting. It's, it's a lot of fun, too. Yeah, and so, I mean, even if you never tried it before, um, it's the novelty of, of doing it and having it is always really neat and fun. A lot of times you can find it at, like, uh, UK pubs or like places like the Horse Bras have a couple oh, yeah. of beer engines. Absolutely. Ron, what were you saying? I was going to ask if it's usually dark beer mm-hmm. in a cast. Typically. Mm-hmm. No? Well, no, isn't it? Yeah. Usually I found it like to be like a brown ale or. Because it's you know. served kind of lukewarm because not, it's not yeah. really chilled. So like the dark it be beer. A, it could be a mild, uh, uh, just maltier probably. Okay. Yeah, Something that is flavorful. You're not going to find warmer. an IPA or a hoppy, hazy, right. something like that. You, you, Unless you, it's typically, fresh. I mean, no, 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 not not no, a no, no. hoppy, no, not a hoppy, no. not a hoppy. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna if it's gonna be a lager, it's gonna be something s- definitely more mild, uh, yeah, but brown. And it's uh, more of a UK thing anyway, yeah. so mm-hmm. you're gonna see more UK styles that are pulled. A bitter, yeah. maybe, yeah, yeah. right. An ESB for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ESBs on cast are fantastic. Yeah, they're so great. Good. Yeah. Um, okay, so and also from Mail Pale, uh, Matt Van Wick from Ale Song sent oh, me yeah. saw him this week. Uh, some yeah, great guy. We uh, I saw some of his posts. Uh, it, it looks like they were having a, a whole lot of fun out there, and you know they uh, they're having a survey. So if you go to their website and you fill out the survey, 
uh, you have a chance to win a next quarter's club membership Ooh. on the house. Oh. Uh, plus, wow. Bronwyn, I thought you'd love this tidbit of information. They have barrel planters available for what? 40 bucks each or three for 100 bucks. And yeah, if you live in that area and you're wanting to do some gardening, that's a really good deal. I mean, and then you're supporting a local business too, mm-hmm. because I mean, you'd probably spend a little bit more than that at like Lowe's or Home Depot. Yeah, and I think uh, I think maybe uh, there's some uh, maybe maybe some of your clients could use a refresh on their barrel planters. Mm, yeah, what a good idea! Right? And yeah. Lowe's and Home Depot probably had garbage in those bottles. Oh, they're so, yeah. they they literally they're so yeah not cute at all. <laughs> uh, speaking of something that's really cool, um, our good friends, uh, some of you might have seen on Facebook. Um, our good friends Mike and Kimberly from Final Draft. Yeah, House. they did another post. Um, they have done a post because they are having to endorse mm-hmm. Shirts on Tap. Yes. Um, a subscription service we- that you can get delivered to your front door. It, it, you get a monthly shirt from a local brewery yeah. in a city that you of your choosing, whether it be <laughs> Oregon, Washington. You can go all the way to Denver. You can go to Texas. You can go all the way up to uh, New York. You can go to Alaska if you want. Not that far. Uh, there's only like seven uh, cities that they feature, but oh, it's a okay. really cool service for $25 a mm-hmm. month. You can be a subscription of shirts on tap yeah and get your box uh from your favorite uh brewery and wherever you're locally added so uh here's what i will tell you is i didn't subscribe oh you didn't subscribe this year but i did buy oh oh the february shirt oh okay and, and the february is it, is it on its way sh- and the february shirt it's on its way because you're not wearing it i'm not wearing it but i will wear it once it shows up and okay. Brahman will appreciate it because we appreciated some of the features here at this oh. brewery location and it is second profession. Oh, oh shit. It's a very Hills. planty looking shirt, too. It's a very planty looking shirt. So if oh you you have time still to go to shirtsontap.com, oh. uh, get your shirt for $25. You might have to get that. Yeah, and it comes with, uh, <laughs> you can get short sleeve or long sleeve. Honey, what do you think? And, I, uh, I love it. I men's think it's and cute. women's, yeah. Would you get the short sleeve or the long sleeve? I'd probably want the long sleeve, but um, I think that you should get it because when you're my, my plant assistant, <gasps> you can wear it and it's my second profession, and it'll, it <laughs> it's is. It's your second best, profession. <laughs> the best of both worlds. Oh, my God. Bronwyn, you're right. It's hey. Bronwyn. Either that or this year, we have a new merch item at Shebrew. It's a, it's a sleeveless crop top. Oh, oh, I don't think that would look good oh, on me. So I, I feel like all it. three so of us men should get some. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, sexy. so sexy. Do you think I could pull I, off a crop top? You I could pull think. off anything, mm-hmm. baby. Oh, Why do they it call off. it a crop? Don't keep it on. Why do because they call it a crop top? Cropped short. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, it's above the From the bottom of the below. It's going up, honey. Go up. I got a cute belly button. It used to be an innie, but now it's an outie. Do it now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, here's the thing. Go I can sh- pull that off. I'm just telling you right John, now. John could pull it off. I can pull it off. Go to shirtsontap.com. Well, you're not going to pull it off of me. $25. <laughs> Get yourself a cool Ronwin shirt. might. Yeah. Hey. Wow, wow. Uh, she can do whatever she wants. She Shirts still gets tap. me railing in the evenings. Hey. Uh, was that, what yeah. was that website again? Yeah, shirtsontap.com. Uh, shut your mouth. Shut oh, your mouth. I am yeah, Tell him Christopher Walken. Stab you in the face with a sovereign. Uh, but uh, yeah, Damn. Second Profession is featured in Oregon for the month of February. Mm-hmm. There is a different brewery every single month. They do send you some stickers as well as some cool coupons that you can enjoy at the brewery of the, your choosing. Oh. You know. 
We're yeah. going for it. No, you oh, are, are we going, going for it? Are we going for it? Can I tell you something? Yes. Oh, we've got all Have we surpassed oh, it you've, already? You've already done it. Yeah. No. Wait, wait. By how much? By three minutes. Uh, oh. Keep going. Where's that rum? Where's the overboard? Come on now. They were going for it. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. Bye, Ben. They were going for the record. Ben, we love you. So I just want to really quick mention this beer that I got for JP over at Beer Mongers. So I don't know uh, if you've had this cold pressed IPA, uh, and From I who? I don't. I, I oh, Alvarado Street. Yeah. So you know we don't have them featured on the show very often. Because uh, they're but not it, fucking here. It yeah, kind not of anywhere near here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so when I saw it in the uh, in the cooler at Beer Mongers, I was like, well, this there is really go. interesting. And I don't actually know what a cold pressed beer is, so it, I was wondering if the the McPolanders could lager help me. Yeast. No, it's like a cold IPA, which yeah, is really yeah, just a session IPA. Okay. Yeah, lager yeast instead of IPA yeast. Okay. Hey, I appreciate the fact that people are rebranding stuff and it's working out for them. Yeah. So okay. yes, a cold press IPA. It has to say IPA in order to sell. Okay. Right. Yeah. But uh, wait, a cold press IPA is what? Lager yeast, right? Oh, so it's a lager. So this is basically... Same type of beer, just use lager yeast instead of ale yeast. So it's basically an IPL or a cold or a cold ale. Yeah. Love you, Ryan. We're done. I don't know. There's like, there's an overpour going on, right? It's pure hop juice in a can. Oh, boy. It's entirely possible. Oh, it's peaches. He's got peaches. Peaches rings. We'll do an overpour if you open it. But wait, yeah, oh, there's no problem. More. Mango. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got a bunch of stuff. Okay, so uh, before the overport, so Shebrew, <laughs> Sunday, March 10th, tickets, Shebrew.beer. At the Red on Salmon. At the uh, Red on Salmon. Get two, your VIP tickets yep. for your best value. That's 234 Southeast, 12th, Portland, Oregon. Guys, uh, this is going to be one of the coolest uh, events. Go to shebrew.beer. 10 homebrews. To get your tickets. 49 pros. March 10th. 49 beers and ciders. Once again, Save another. For $49? For $49? <laughs> yeah. No. 49 pro beers and ciders, which is another <laughs> record. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's the ninth annual. It's a really great event, and you're supporting a good cause. Um, and you know, just celebrate uh, our friends in the in the, in the Bruniverse. Uh, get a beer or a cider and uh, love it. As always, beer fans, I don't just like you. I love you, and I want to have a beer with you right here at the McPolanders uh, <laughs> guest house in the tap room. And uh, you can pet their cat or get a get a stout. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Who's guy? This guy over here. He's Who's the one that cat? wanted to go long, and now he's rolling his eyes over here at me. Okay. He's muted the rest of us already. Anyways, <laughs> he's keep like, brewing out there, it. beer fans. But brew happy. Cheers. <laughs>